previously on Lonely Boys. Uh, Serena, Serena, any resort plans this season? Are you still talking to me? Uh, uh, Mystique, maybe? I haven't really thought about it. Uh, okay, this is not going well. Uh, sh shoe of the moment? Uh, new brand Louboutin, <laughs> Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I mean Louis Vuitton, Bianca. Are, are we almost done? Um, I'm, I'm, my name's not Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bianca, uh, what? who is Bianca, the interviewer? <laughs> Finally, find the identity of W interviewers unmasked. Yeah, we've, been, we've been waiting four seasons for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, go oh, ahead, wait. Blair. Or whenever you're prompt, done prompting Donna. You <laughs> Take your time prompting. <laughs> Donna's just giving me nothing over here. Uh, have you asked who a Valentine is? <laughs> we were instructed to ask everyone. Uh, I'm not going to answer that. I like to keep my private life private. But you do have a special someone, Ben Donovan. He's standing at the bar right now. Or, or make that behind it. Come on, don't be embarrassed, S. It's okay to date below your line. Madonna and Julia Roberts paved the way for girls like you. Ben's here, but he's supposed to be taking a student to Connecticut. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 4, Episode 16 of Gossip Girl, While You Weren't Sleeping. But I'm not here by myself. I'm here with someone who would do anything to get slapped in the face by Lily. It's Brendan <laughs> Ruffle. Hello. I am your co-host, of course, the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Dale. Hello, Cream Nation. I'm recording live as well from the Creamatorium. I'm the editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly. Dr. Office Cream reporting for duty. Cream, yes, cream. cream. That got one got you got to laugh on that one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, <I got> <laughs> when we were trying to figure out what the Lonely Boys Theater scene we were going to do, I was hoping we could do the one where Lily slaps Chuck so I could be Chuck. And I was going to and, mention that. And then you kind of just said it for me. <laughs> so you you were going to be Chuck. Uh, I was going to be Lily. And our guest was just going to be <laughs> the slap. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was just going to sit there and watch. He was going to, you know. Oh, much like much like Rufus does this <laughs> entire <laughs> right, episode. <laughs> right. Honestly, anytime we All have right. a two-person scene only. like, And uh, our guest, uh, you don't mind just being Rufus that watches, right? <laughs> Yeah, we should start doing scenes with Rufus where the guest just stands there and then maybe says something at some point. All right. Well, listen, if you've been paying attention, listeners, you will know that I have mentioned that we have a guest a couple times now. So let's let's waste no more time and, and bring him in here. It's someone it's someone, you know, it's someone you love. And it's our second member of now the five timers club. Please welcome back to the podcast, Sam Stanish. Hey, good morning, campers. <laughs> good, good morning. Good morning. Morning, camp counselor. Counselor, <laughs> yes, counselor. Um, for for the listeners, I just want you to know this is one of the earliest recording times I've ever had for a podcast, <laughs> um, and I'm excited to see what that sort of brings to the table. It is eight forty four, eight forty five now a.m. on the East Coast here. I did it's wake up at five thirty in the morning, five thirty in the morning to rewatch the episode and finish taking notes on this. So, uh, just just to give everyone uh, time and. Nope, not place. Just time. 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 Well, we know the place. Coast. Crematorium. Yeah, obviously. Yes. Uh, it is eight forty-five in the crematorium here. Um, also, if we wanted to do the slapping scene, it would have to be a video <laughs> podcast, so that at the end I could fade in as Russell. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be. Yeah. 
He was like, I think he was more turned on than I was by that slap. <laughs> first ever video. I laughed out loud when that happened. Like, yeah. like, at that point, I did not know who that was. And so it was so funny. Just suddenly, like, there was this man there. I also like so, to think that Sam would be drawing in uh, a goatee for that scene, too. Yes, of course. Of course. So you have not, uh, you've not kept up with Gossip Girl at all since the last time you were on? No, and I've actually even not really been keeping up as well as I usually do with the Lonely Boys, and oh, I'm very no. sorry. Oh, wow. but it's okay. I was going to ask if you had any like gripes with us, if you had anything that you want to bring to the table. To, to not yet. Yell at I, us. I do have all the episodes downloaded, but as you know, this is the Runners Podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, for like over a month, I was nursing an injury Oof. on my ankle after I ran a marathon, and so I wasn't running as much, um, and so... I didn't have the time nor the place to uh, <laughs> listen. So, but I I hope to get back to it someday. Exactly, okay. there will be a a bunch of episodes waiting for you when you ever when you get back to running. Um, it was a much so, nicer reception to my news that I haven't been listening was that I had the first time I was on the podcast when I said that. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. when I said that the first time, Brendan was like, oh, so you're not even really a fan of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I've listened to more episodes think, than most of your guests. I think you can, there's an arc for me over the course of this podcast where I become more and more reasonable. I was just really <laughs> irrational in the beginning. In the, the, real, the character development character of Brendan has been. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. This is literature so, that will be studied for years. <laughs> well, welcome to the Five Timers Club. I mentioned you were the, the second member. Back, back when I back when you came on for your fourth appearance, early, or appearance, I don't know what I'm saying, appearance earlier this season, I was looking at my list of, uh, of upcoming guests, and I said, well, if everything goes according to plan, Sam will be the first member of the Five Timers Club, but then... Lita just had to sneak in ahead of you to, to beat you to the, to the title. That's fair. That's fine. I, that's, I get that. Uh, you know, maybe I'll be the first member of the Six Timers Club. You know, you know what you have to do? You have to start producing your own apps and bring it to, to the table over here. Yeah. Pitching them. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I did actually have some... Tail- I mean, I listened to Speak Now, Taylor's version, obviously. Oh, yeah. Ahead of the pod. Uh, you know, in, it is I required homework. Going against pitching my own episodes, but I, I'm willing to talk about it. <laughs> I guess you have to come on pretty soon then. Well, I meant right. I meant today. This episode. <laughs> okay. I mean, what you what do you think? It did. Does it? Uh, were you a big Speak Now guy originally? Okay. In the list, in the lead up to this release and the now release and listening to the tv parentheses version <laughs> i i do feel like it's battling for the lowest spot on my taylor swift album <gasps> ranking. oh my god <laughs> oh no <You're> sick. <laughs> I, once once i once i give reputation a respin i'll be able to decide but this was kind of a snooze wow. a snooze oh my goodness well I, I was also uh, low on reputation back in the day, but I, I've since become more fond fond Same. of it. But speak now, always been right up there as a as as number not even number two really, but number one A as my my favorite Taylor I, Swift it, album. It is crazy. You, you've always said that, and it kind of surprised me. And then me listening back to this, I'm like, you know what? He might be onto something. And I saw you. I saw, someone tweeted something of the nature like, "Oh, this is an amazing album." I didn't realize it, there's a, there's no skips on this one. And then you like. Either retweeted it or liked it or commented. Yeah, I retweeted, yeah. And I was uh, like, you know what? I think this person's right. There's some that are better than others, obviously, but there, I don't think I dislike a single song. 
I, I speak was, now. I was gonna, I was gonna say. I mean, even I was re-listening to uh, Scooter's version before ahead of the <laughs> ahead of the release of Taylor's version, and I, I reaffirmed my stance. So I was bops. like, you know what? Really, I, so I wouldn't skip a single song, and I, and I and I don't skip a single song. Yeah, I, I've I've always been a huge fan. I've seen a lot of uh, not a lot, but some negative reactions to the Taylor's version of it all. Maybe not as impressed with with the vault songs yeah, as some they people thought like really hated on the vault songs and then i was like all right I like i'll them. get to that. i, I thought Most they were them. all bops i was a little uh disappointed with the i guess i was just really hyped for the Haley williams i know uh, I, think that was, and then it, I think i like the followed by one better which has surprised me a lot i do too yeah yeah uh so thoughts on the vault songs sam I listened to the main tracks only. Apologies. Oh, anti-vault. <laughs> well, I, I'm a busy guy. <laughs> you didn't have an hour and 44 minutes. To sp- I guess this is, this is the runners. The runners album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An hour 44 minutes. Pretty. Long. I, also, I don't think runners I'm... album. If you listen to music while you run, which I do not do, so you know I'm pushing it. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I, I'll I either do. get. I'll get used to people saying TV version because. When, I, I know what it means, but when I, I hear TV that, versions, I still like think I'm going to go watch machine. it. The machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I did say TV version. <laughs> <laughs> like MLB baseball. MLB. Right. MLB <laughs> One of those yep. things. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I I definitely enjoy I think the thing is uh, her, her voice is a lot better now than it was in, in 2010. And I, I do think... Um, as Scally was saying about about me, and I think that some of the songs just the the immature voice of Taylor Swift, I think, lent itself better to to some of the songs than the really? uh, the more polished version. Yeah, like uh, you know, I'm not I'm a big uh, fan of the polish. I guess, but you know, when when you're Taylor Swift and you're th- singing about you, someone being you, you a liar like and a 35 year old woman saying about someone alone being a... life and alone in life and mean, you kind of need the the whiny nature of a of a 19 year old to be to be singing that for it to really hit. But you know, it's it's still fine. I but, Story uh, of Us is really uh still still oh, great. Man. Still my favorite song. Yeah. Yes. I but I also feel like it because it made me reconsider a lot of things about the album because in Speak Now <laughs> song like thinking back on it she's like 20 when she's writing it or whatever and yeah. she's thinking about some dude who like is getting married at 20 and right. you're like why are you why do you even want to i was thinking the same thing like <laughs> this is a bunch of kids in this scenario right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's a fantasy it's it's did taylor swift really break up a marriage maybe may i don't know i don't know what she was doing at 20 years old I mean, she but, did a new girl uh, that's true done to spoil the season two finale of new girl um but this is not New Girl Old Guy or any other <laughs> other New Girl New Girl Recap podcast. Let's let's get into the the episode here. The name of it, as I said, was "While You Weren't Sleeping." Brendan, you've been on a hot streak recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what this title is referencing? Yeah, I think they're just getting really lazy the second half of the season. <laughs> um, not that they ever have been clever, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go with "While You Were Sleeping." And then this episode title is based off of the 1995 movie, While You Were Sleeping. Wow. You wow. get yet another one. And after starting off the season 0 for 5, you are now 9 for 16. <laughs> this is incredible. You are That's 9 great. for your last Every- 11. Never forget. <laughs> I don't even think anyone's really impressed. Because it would be sad if <laughs> I wasn't nailing these. And to to your point, to the stupid titles, what is this even reference? To? Like, <laughs> yeah. why is it? Who's why is it called this? Why, this? why is the episode called? Yes, nobody nobody's like, naming this. No, Damien Darko <laughs> like, type. We, 
we need an episode title. What movie haven't we referenced yet? I don't know. I just watched While You Were Sleeping last night. Okay, <laughs> right. great. Not Let's even like a current while you movie. Sleeping, this one makes <laughs> sense. It's because it all takes place in one day, so nobody was sleeping during the episode. <laughs> no one went to bed. Not to sound like Brendan, who I have criticized Brendan's criticisms of the title, but I, I don't understand <laughs> what, what this is. Maybe this is like a whole... Like, maybe this is just a beat-for-beat recreation of that film. Maybe, maybe it is referencing the film. I have not seen it, so... Uh, but how many people would I understand that as, as viewers? <laughs> Do they know their demographic? They, they don't care. They, <laughs> they don't care how many people understand. I really think this is just the, the, a random title, but... Yeah. Uh, original air date, February 21st, 2011. And we open with uh, Anne walking into his common room to in the loft to see Ben and Serena having a great time on the couch. What, what a terrible way to start your day. If I woke up and saw Ben and Serena on the couch, I would... Probably move. I don't know. Yeah. But I, so just to say, Nicole hasn't been watching lately, and she's jumped into this episode, and immediately was like, "What the hell is going on?" Okay. I, was, I was like, "Oh, the I guy from jail she was is here. living with Dan now." I wish she was here because I felt like this episode was so confusing to jump in and like try to figure out what was going on. Like, I felt like there was like a a wall between my mind and lo- like understanding what was happening. Yeah, I guess there's a lot going on now in Gossip Girl. None of it good, really. But um, Serena apologizes if they kept them up last night. They were up all night playing Scrabble. Again, terrible game. <laughs> terrible game for terrible said. people. <laughs> but terrible game for terrible people. And Serena used to agree with me because Dan's very quick to ask her, uh, since when do you enjoy Scrabble? Which, yeah, get her, Dan. Get her. Oh, yeah. Never wanted I to mean, play, Scra- play Scrabble with me. Dan's definitely in the right here to be so annoyed. They're up early talking so loudly in the living room. I'm sure he's annoyed. It's like, who would even do that? (laughs) Talking to myself. Serena answers by asking Dan if he wants some coffee, and Ben like keeps butting into the conversation by saying really stupid fucking things. He's like, this one fell asleep last night to avoid losing. Uh, This one over here makes him strong He sounds like he's talking about his daughter. (laughs) One minute into the episode, and I think I found my LVP already. I just cannot stand Ben. No. I, I Dan can't either. He's going to go all the way to Midtown for some coffee instead. I'm glad uh, that Dan's starting to come back around. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy does suck. <laughs> yeah, it's the last episode. He was like, man, I guess I was wrong about Ben, and Serena was right. All right, Ben, you can live with and me. And then one minute already... he's fucking pissed. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so... so uh, Serena has to go, too, to help Lily plan Eric's 18th birthday party, and... You know, me and Ben have similar thoughts here because I thought Serena and Lily weren't speaking, and I was like, "Oh, is <laughs> right. this something that the the other set of writers are doing, and this set of writers right. are not?" But like, oh, you know, we come ben together also... for Eric's birthday, which I, I can get <laughs> yeah, behind. Yeah. Well, Ben wants to tell uh, Ben wants Serena to tell Eric congratulations from Ben, and also now that he's eighteen, be careful because he can be tried as an adult. <laughs> which geez, this guy's made going to prison his entire personality. Like I thought he wanted to forget this, and now he's just every second he's like, "Oh, Serena makes coffee stronger than when I was in prison." Hmm. And he's, oh, tell, tell Eric that he's 18. He can get tried as an adult. I would know because I had an inappropriate relationship with you, Serena, when you were my student. He might as well have just said, like, tell Eric not to statutory rape anyone like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell Eric if he becomes a teacher, he can't date any students now, unfortunately. Unless he waits he's long enough. He has the same energy as Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he kind of looks like Brendan. He kind of does, actually. <laughs> Similar name, Ben, Brendan. I mean, you are, this is you, Brendan. Yeah, I, I, the difference is I can't were, read. I always thought you were Serena, but it turns out you were this guy. Ben. <laughs> oh. uh, step down, even. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst news. 
Serena wants Ben to come to the party, but he's like, I'm not going to your mother's house and pretending everything okay. And Serena's like, well, I don't forgive her either, but like, come on, it'll be fine. We're going to the birthday. But Ben's just going to hang out with her when she's done. And they kiss. And every time they kiss, I, I throw up a little. Like, I can't yeah. do this for much longer. We might have to call the podcast early because I, I am not going to be able to continue. <laughs> it is really gross. This was- he's really gross and Serena's gross. It's <laughs> a lot of grossness going on. This is what the beginning of, of my major confusion in the episode. They literally never once say what Lily did or what like what anything about that plotline <laughs> is happened. So I was just like, they're mad. <laughs> That's all you so can really chalk it up I, to. Lily, Lily is the reason that Ben went to jail. She forged signa- <laughs> Serena's signature on an affidavit that uh, claimed that he had an inappropriate relationship with her uh, at, when he was a teacher and she was a student, yeah. which which they did have an inappropriate relationship. Like, nothing said in that affidavit was false. The only thing that was falsified was that Serena did not sign it. Lily forged Serena's signature. And so Ben went to jail. And oh. now everyone is bending over backwards to uh, make it up to Ben, giving him places to live, uh, no, anything he wants to make up for his the last three years he spent in prison. Yep. That's like a not enough time. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got out early because Lily uh, made right and called a judge and said, uh, I take away the signature on the affidavit. And yeah, they, they got him out that the next morning. <laughs> I also just want to point out that the 18th birthday party being the event of the week is another really yes. funny one with like everything that ends up going down later on with like the, the businessmen. <laughs> It really cracks me up. <laughs> Showing up to the 18th birthday party. <laughs> a lot of good also, people. Thorpe of Thorpe Enterprises. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I would never miss Eric Vanderwoodson's 18th birthday party. Of course I'm here. <laughs> well, that's like also at that party, someone comes up to Nate or Chuck and is like, hey, do you know Raina? I'd love to get introduced to her. Uh, and it's like, isn't she like 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Serena's going to walk in on Dorota helping Blair get dressed. Uh, Blair has no time. She's doing everything right now. She's the only person uh, working at her job because all of her interns quit. And she doesn't even have time to zip her own clothes anymore, so Dorota's going to take care of that. And uh, she also hasn't been sleeping. According to Blair, you only need three hours of sleep, and hers just happened to be non-consecutive, which sounds miserable. I get five consecutive hours of sleep a night, and I'm upset all the time. (laughs) You wake up angry? As I wake up. We got I don't know how I don't know how Blair does it. Yeah. So Blair being so um, flustered and tired all episode was probably my favorite part. Like, absolutely. It's so funny. Yeah, she's, she's like, she, I just she's it's so funny. She also just she Blair, looks really good this season. Just got to point it out. Yeah. Top. I, I, I mean, did you I've see never, she had two different shoes on? I don't know if you want to stand by look. that. Very good look. <laughs> I mean, Blair is continues to be a bright spot in these dark episodes. Everything with Blair, I was I was enjoying and. You know, Serena's uh, complaining to Blair that she's like, oh, it's so hard to, to t- find time to uh, fuck Ben because Dan's always at the loft and, and Bla- Blair, you're always here. There's a lot of buildup. Like, how dare Serena? Ben is only even at the loft because Rufus is an idiot and forcing Dan to live with him. <laughs> He's lucky he has a place to live at all. Dan can be wherever he wants to be. And like, Blair, Dan's always I don't know where this house yeah, is. Yeah, his fucking house. <laughs> Yeah. And he left where... that morning to go yeah. to his quote-unquote meeting. Right, you pushed him out. <laughs> yes. And Blair, like, built this house for the two of them with her bare hands, so <laughs> Serena can shut the fuck up about that, too. I'm, I don't know where this place came from, but it, it was definitely Blair's doing. And so... Like, 
Also, Blair's like house in the hotel, whatever it's called, the penthouse. <laughs> like, I, it has to be big enough. Like, I feel like they can have sex there. It's fine. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't know what Serena's complaining about. And Blair points out again that Ben spent three years in jail, which is her new favorite brand of joke. And I always appreciate yeah, it as good. well. Um, and then we hear that, uh, according to Gossip Girl, we hear that Raina is the new face of Girls Inc., everyone's favorite on, oh. on nonprofit. I don't know what this is, but and why is she the face of Girls Inc. now? Just so Blair can have something else to be jealous of her about, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, makes her sound important. <laughs> what is? Do we know what Girls Inc. does? Mm, it has, pen, probably pen has a lot of rules that prevents her from doing things she wants to do. <laughs> yes, I, we just know that uh, Nate's mom is the is the leader of it. Uh, oh, we don't yeah. we don't really have any specifics. But <laughs> must be really good. <laughs> the, leader, the leader of Girls Inc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't have a previously on in this episode, so Chuck's going to give it to Nate. Not real in quick. the slightest, Well, Chuck's going to try. Chuck's going to do his best. He tells Nate that uh, Russell manipulated him to act like a monster to Lily, so Rana would break up with him. I gave Big Thorpe a lot of credit for that last week, but Chuck is giving him way too much credit and not blaming himself nearly enough. Like, right. yes, he was manipulated, but no one made Chuck be an absolute dick to Lily for no reason, and no one made him curse her out literally right in front of Raina. Yeah. That was all Chuck. Yeah, he made it sound like Thorpe won the game where Chuck actually like lost it himself. <laughs> he was like, like, Thorpe did say like, uh, he's, he, Thorpe was like, yeah, me and, uh, you know, me and Lily had a thing and I can't believe she didn't tell you about that. But then he goes in and he's like, Lily, you fucking idiot. You, I can't believe you did this. You are the worst. I don't care about you. You are not my family. You are not my mom. And I never want to do business <laughs> with you again. Like in front of Raina, who, who has said family is the only is, thing and I care usually about. Usually in that situation, honest. that person would be like walking in and just hearing it offhand. Like, I can't believe no, you said Raina that. But just he was in the room like, and he knew that. He was like almost looking half at Raina the whole time he was saying this and thought he would, they could impress her <laughs> by shitting yeah, on his we, mother. <laughs> yes. We got, we got to put most of the blame to Chuck there. And Nate, <laughs> it's like, uh, Nate, Nate finishes up the recap, and Nate's like, yeah, you know, you already told me that more than a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, to be fair, Chuck probably thought Nate wasn't listening because he's busy playing pool. <laughs> yeah, 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 his favorite spot. <laughs> uh, so Chuck wants Nate to bump into Raina today while she's meeting with his mom about Girls, Inc. and distract her. So Raina, again, meeting with Girls, Inc., too. Uh, you know, we know she's the face of the show now because she is now the face of Girls, Inc. Those two usually go hand in hand. And so... Nate is confused with what he's supposed to do, and normally I would make fun of Nate for being confused, but I'm also confused as to why he's doing this. I don't know what Chuck is like. He wants her to distract her while Chuck is like finding out stuff about her dad, but also he wants Nate to be like putting in the good word for Chuck to try to get right. Her back yeah, with he keeps him. saying like, you know who likes hot dogs? Chuck loves Chuck. hot dogs. <laughs> oh, maybe I had Chuck all wrong. <laughs> he loves he hot dogs. The point. In the show where I feel like Chuck starts working backwards from the idea that he wants to have a scheme and then is like, okay, what normally happens in a scheme? People get distracted by other people. They take them on log walks to make sure they're not in certain locations. Yeah, you're right. No purpose for the scheme. He just wants a scheme. And so he's going to send like, You can't but... like send Nate to go hang out with a girl all day. They're going to end up falling right. in love. Every time, yeah. Every time Nate spends a day with a girl, they, they fall in love with him. So, like, this is a very dangerous plan. Very dangerous. You should have known. Better. The guy's got nothing but time. <laughs> yeah. Which Raina calls out later in the episode. She's like, "What would you be doing if I wasn't here?" And it's like, "Oh, story." Right. Yeah. He right. can't name a single class that he's taking. Yeah. <laughs> he gets stumped at the very basic question of studying for what. <laughs> oh, all right. You got me. I'd be playing video games. <laughs> so. 
Uh, Blair is Skyping with her minions. And uh, <laughs> real 2020 vibes here. Apparently, apparently uh, it was supposed to be, they were supposed to be in person in Blair's office, but one of the minions thought that the W stood for Waldorf, so they went to Blair's house instead. There's a new unnamed minion with them. Uh, I thought at first that this was the uh, Melissa Fumero minion recast, but no, she is new. She's going to introduce herself as Emily, and Dorota's just like, yeah, Blair doesn't have time to learn her name right now. Yeah. So. Was, <laughs> I thought that was... was this product placement for Skype or for the computer? I couldn't tell. That is a good question. Is it a Dell? Um, I, yeah, well, I can't tell you what the computer was, so I hope it was product placement for Skype, because I do know that they were using mm. Skype, so that was definitely more effective. Was, I think it was a Windows computer, but they did say Skype on yeah, they the did, yeah. episode. I, I thought it was, a, they were like, look at this computer, look, at you, you could be Skyping with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you I could guess. be delegating responsibilities to all of your minions. Okay, <laughs> but then... Good. But then Blair knew that was going to happen because Dorota was in person there. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. So she was like, these minions are going to get it wrong. I'm going to have Dorota there just in case. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dorota is the minion supervisor here. And so Blair's trying to delegate her work to the interns, but I, no, no one, no one is like, she, she's delegating her, you know, other things to the minions, but she's not actual work work to do at the W, but her interns aren't there, which apparently she doesn't realize. The only person here is Donna, who I don't know what Donna's role is because Epperly was the supervisor right. until Blair got her to quit and give the job to her. So Blair went from intern to supervisor in one day, as you do. And who is this new Donna character? Who the is supervisor, now supervisor? Blair's, Blair's supervisor. Like Director, Blair became the supervisor and now still manager. has a supervisor. I guess. Uh, she's, and she's like... Um, you know, I don't know who you're talking to, but all of your interns put in for transfers because your leadership style was a little too aggressive for them. And I don't know, I guess they put in for transfers, so they all got granted their transfers because none of, none of them are here. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or they just quit. I guess. But, so, um, one claims she had, uh, she had PS PTSD, she's threatening a lawsuit, so Blair really did a number on these interns. <laughs> and Donna wishes her luck because the last supervisor who lost her interns also lost her job. But uh, just then, Dan Humphrey shows up, and Blair calls him her new intern. Uh, impeccable timing, as always, from Dan. Always. I, I love how now he's starting to just go seek out Blair. Very yeah, he, he's just he's just doing pop-ins. He's yeah. just like, I wonder what my buddy Blair is up to. <laughs> yeah, because he to Serena, he was like, I have a meeting this morning, so I'm going. And then it seems like Blair had no idea he was even coming. <laughs> yes, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he stepped in, and I was... Was Donna not there when Dan was an actual intern for this place? Because shouldn't she be like, oh, your new intern is the intern that we fired last right. week? <laughs> like, I also like how you could just kind of walk into any office building and find where Blair works. Yeah. Is this small? I, it's a it, it's a big, what do they always say? They're like, it's, it's a big city, but a small oh yeah, town. A small, a small island like Manhattan. Small of course. Island, yeah, he, was, right. <laughs> he, was bound, he was bound to bump into Blair eventually. Like... Dan was just fired from this job. How is he the new intern? I mean, I know he's not actually the new intern. Well, because Epperly fired him, so she remembers him and nobody else, really. Donna was not here for that storyline, I guess. She was she was yeah. elsewhere. So Chuck meets with Lily. Uh, Lily tells Chuck she's not staying, just wants uh, to tell him to stop calling her. And so this is this is the big staged uh, thing that they have. That The audience it's is not in on this yet, so... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this is the original slap. Uh, you guys watch Brendan and Sam... Did you catch on at any point that they were maybe uh, doing some Lonely Boys theater of their own, or did you did you think that 
Uh, Chuck was actually well, Sam had no idea what was going on. Being obviously, in love with yeah. I, I was saying. fully convinced. I thought that they were just still still mad at each other for whatever had happened <laughs> in the previous episode. <laughs> they, Lily did a Lily. Lily was mean. I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> piece it all Big together. Mean mommy. No, I, I was also very convinced because this show tends to have bad acting, so I, I didn't really think anything of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even the people that are usually good acting, I think the directors give them the note. Like, if you could just make it worse a little bit. Make it a little stupider. (laughs) It's also funny because Russell, that is his name, right? Well, it's like so far across the... (laughs) But he hears every word they're saying. Right. They could have just done the slap part, probably. (laughs) Um, But they they played it up for the waiters and waitresses. (laughs) They really did. Um, I I didn't remember that this was... uh, something that they were staging until Lily slaps him. And then I was like, ah, yes, of, co- of course, I remember this. So, I mean... Because in the moment, um, I was like, why is Chuck going in on her again? This is insane. Right. Yes, why why are they still talking about this? Because Lily starts off by saying, I've tolerated a lot from you over the years, but nothing could justify the humiliation that you put me through on Valentine's Day. Uh, again, not saying exactly what it was for the benefit of Sam, but just mentioning when it happened. And Chuck is trying to blame Russell, but Lily's like, no, it doesn't, doesn't excuse it. And I, I'm, you know, I'm done taking your shit. And then... Um, Chuck is like, I can't believe you're on Russell's side. He's trying to destroy our company. And she's like, no, your company, you had me fired. And then that's when Chuck is like, oh, this is because you still have feelings for Russell. And before I remember that, that this was I was like, what is he talking about? I was like, about? you got that from that, Chuck? Like, right. what on earth? And I was like, you're a moron if you really think that Lily is doing all of this because she's in love with Russell. And then Lily um, is like, you know, please, I'm a married woman. You, you may, you may remember that mannequin named Rufus who we have that makes chili all day. That yeah, is, that is my, that is still my husband. At that point, she, the way she says that is like, oh shit, does she really? Why, why are they making her have feelings for Russell all of a sudden? This is, this is so stupid. I was, I was getting yes. mad. And then that's when Chuck is like, well, it didn't stop you from cheating on my father. You'd be <laughs> like, what? The the fuck? <laughs> like that. He's really making leaps here, and yeah. so that gets Lily to slap Chuck right in the face, Brendan. How rock hard were you when this happened? I mean, I was already like half, half mass just because Lily's on the screen, so it didn't take much more. You're yeah, you I, all you always picture yourself as Chuck, and now in this moment, you're it's finally all come to it's a all head come where together. You're, <laughs> to a little head, yeah. you you desperately wish <laughs> so badly. And that's when, of course, they uh, pan out to see Russell just happens to be sitting at the booth at at that very restaurant, watching the whole thing happen. Um, so, so to Sam's like, credit. The, these schemes are getting very lazy because their entire episode, they're just acting in front of Russell. That's the entire scheme. It's like, all right, here's your lines. Let's go for they, it. And Rufus gets involved Russell, at some point, too. How do they know Russell is going to be there? Is this just where he sits every morning? Like, he just yeah. has a booth here that he just watches the people in? And <laughs> I guess they, so. Did they go from, like, bar to bar looking for Russell? But to this is, like, the fourth bar that they've done the scene at. <laughs> there, there he is. I found him. Uh, it's a small island. It's a they, small island. Small, small island the... like Manhattan. They were bound to go to the same place eventually. So, uh, Serena greets Ben. Since she doesn't have to plan Eric's party anymore, she's figured she'd uh, just drop by, wish Eric a quick happy birthday, not ask him how he's feeling or anything, or if she can do anything for him, and then spend the whole day with prison Ben, which, <laughs> yay. How nice. So, the <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> I'd like Ben's character more. <laughs> that was his thing. Ben Ben tells Serena, maybe you don't even have to go up to your room to see Eric. And Serena takes this as, don't like talk to him at all and just spend the day with me. Like, but he means that no, Eric is already in the lobby, and 
Eric tells them that uh, he, he's not actually sick. So, what what is dun, what is Eric dun, up dun. to? He's he's faking sick. Well, we we know um, from last episode that he has something going on with Damien. So I, I think yeah, th- this that, wasn't that, that Damien surprising. is back. Yeah, Damien is back. He's back forever. And oh, more on that later. Chuck gets into his limo, and Lily is sitting right there. He tells her the slap was a nice touch, Oscar worthy. And they and, start kissing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> She's a great double agent, and. Lily tells Chuck that the slap was uh, surprisingly satisfying, and Chuck apologizes again for, for, for being an idiot. Uh, Lily Lily doesn't care, obviously. You know, bygones be bygones. She just wants a uh, good old Russell to look foolish for once, and you know, we, we should have known. Lily Lily loves Charles too much not to forgive him. Love, love a good Charles and Lily mess around. Love it. Yeah, she, she's a good mother to others. Mm-hmm. I like when we get these sort of... I mean, obviously they have a connection, but I like when people scheme together who we rarely see scheme. Yes. I feel like yeah. Lily does a lot of scheming, but kind of just in ways to, like, protect her children slash, like, keep them locked right. up. Manipulate her uh, And now, I don't know, like, Chuck is so evil, much more evil in his ways <laughs> than she is. Yeah. And it's nice yeah, that so she forgave him enough to, like, do this with him now. Yeah, and we don't we don't see them uh, we don't see them scheme together too often. So yes, it, it is it is very fun. It is it is nice that uh, they actually don't have all this hostility towards each other. Um, Eric is chatting with Serena and Ben back to back to them, and so he tells them that you know Dan and Nate made things worse when they tattled on Damien because Damien has a big coke shipment today, and since his dad has people watching his every move, Eric now has to be the drug mule, and uh, he has to do this because he knows. At Damien knows that Lily forged the affidavit, so Eric has to do it. Otherwise, he's going to uh, tell everyone that Lily forged the affidavit, and uh, she is presumably going to become prison Lily after that. I'm starting to think that this episode also had like some Coke product placement too, because they said the word Coke so many times. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was for the beverage. I mean, maybe one Diet it's Coke. Definitely the most they've ever said on the TV show. I mean, this? it's the most it's the most Coke they've ever dealt with on the TV show. <laughs> I could not tell from the episode why this was happening. Like, I didn't know at all. So I'm happy to finally have my answers. Um, It just feels like it's fine. Like, I feel like Lily should be uh, exonerated for her quote-unquote crime of rightfully (laughs) locking up a teacher. (laughs) Right. Sleeping with her daughter. Yeah, well... I, I I agree. I don't know. I think Lily and Lily tell, Lily's like, listen, I'll be fine. We, we don't don't do this. Don't do this for Lily's me. Lily's not like, doing a single day of prison, even if she were to be brought in for this. Exactly. I think she'll be fine. I don't know. Eric's worrying about nothing. And and Serena has the audacity to be like, how could you know you shouldn't have told Damien that? Well, it's like maybe if you showed Eric a little more intention instead of obsessing over your pervy teacher, Eric had someone else to, would have someone else to go to with these things besides his drug dealer. Right. You, you know you're a well, shitty sister. Where is Blair to call Serena a bitch this week? Uh, well, she's busy. She's, she's got a lot of jobs. A lot, a lot of hats. She, yeah, she can't add that to the list. She'd fall, she'd fall apart. That's a bigger job and than so, anything else. Yeah, Eric knows that uh, Lily could go to prison if this gets out. So th- that is the stakes for this little caper. And then great dad Ben. Honestly, but Lily in orange probably looks pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Um, and is like, yes, I'm your father figure now. You can't blame yourself, but you also can't do this. <laughs> I hate this I, so much. Rufus is probably listening and being like, wow, this guy's a great dad like I am. I got to build him a bigger apartment. <laughs> I got to get him a new place to live. <laughs> the better dad you are, the better the better you get to live. <laughs> so. Yeah, Sam, I don't know if you realize that Rufus gave Ben this place to live without telling Dan. 
the loft? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, Dan, it, uh, he Ben's Dan in your roommate. to the loft. Yes. Ben Dan woke up one day to, to Ben living in his loft. But what does Rufus have to Rufus doesn't know this man? <laughs> Rufus was like because uh, Lily uh was try was offering Ben money to just leave forever and not she's like, Listen, you're not in prison anymore, so get the fuck out of here and stop talking to Serena, hey, which hey, I completely a, take agree a lot of money with. And like, go. Get, yeah, take the $30,000, which was pocket change to Lily, and just fucking go to that farm in Ithaca you were talking about. But then Rufus was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry my uh, my wife was so unfair to you. Not only do I not want you to leave, actually, here's a key t- to the place where my son lives if you want to be roommates with him. <laughs> You're staying for good. I, I, I like how you gave no, – Serena told me you gave Eric advice, so I, I want you as a good fatherly figure to Eric. That is – that is that is wild stuff to learn. He's in a, I, I cannot cannot co-sign that. So, um, Eric says that this is his fault, so he's got to fix it. And Serena's like, no, no, no. You call mom. You say that you're feeling better. Uncancel the party. I will handle this. And usually, I get very excited when someone says I'll handle this. But when it's Serena, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure but she's gonna fuck. It's this also up. hysterical that like her solution to fixing this is like, all right, party's back on. You can only solve issues in this world <laughs> with the party. The party, yeah, the party. Obviously, obviously. Her solution to d- fixing this seemed to be to have Blair fix it, who had her interns fix it. Like <laughs> it instantly got delegated to, to, kind of to like, two other people. Yes, yeah. Eric starts off by saying, "I'm the only one that can do this because I got mom into this mess." And Serena goes, "Like, okay, great. Penelope will do it. You, you go somewhere else." <laughs> so, um, so conveniently, Serena like no longer hates Lily because uh, she doesn't want to put. Jill- Lily in jail. I, I feel like she was mad enough at Lily last week where she probably would, wouldn't care if Lily went to jail, but now she doesn't want her to go, which pisses off Ben. Like, he's like, listen, how about no one does anything? And then if Lily goes to jail, win-win for everyone, right? And, <laughs> <laughs> and Serena is, you know, very upset that he's indifferent about Lily going to jail. Like, I, I feel like Lily goes be- to jail and then everybody lives in the loft. Like, Rufus moves back in. The two of them live there. Dan lives there. Eric lives there. <laughs> it should be very easy for each person here in Serena and Ben to see where the other person is coming from and not fight over this like okay yeah I get that you don't want your mom to go to prison and also I get that you don't want me to deal with a hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine and you'd rather the person who put you in prison to uh just you know suffer for what you did like I I don't I don't think I feel like this is this is common sense for both parties yeah, I think I'm still a little more annoyed at Ben for not understanding Serena's side. Like, yeah, of course I don't want my fucking mom to go to jail, you idiot. I don't care how <laughs> mad I am. Yeah, well, no, Ben is very annoying in this episode. He's like, yeah. you know what, let's take a rain check on on our afternoon now. I'll just call you later. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, Blair is, you know, he's try- she's trying to big time Dan now. She's like, you know, this job offer won't last forever. And Dan's like, I don't want the job. But, and- <laughs> I fired from the job. <laughs> I, I'm done Bl- here. Blair is like double fisting phones while she's doing this. She's got Gossip Girl set up on her computer. She's tracking Penelope, <laughs> telling her to get back in the cab. Also yelling so at people good. on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy for those the, her minions that they're so high up in the echelons of the high society of the Upper East Side that they have tr- like a, tr- a tracker put on them on Gossip Girl. Yeah, yes, that's they true. Are. A real, a real sign that you're someone in this world, that you get the tracking capabilities on Gossip Girl. So Dan's like, listen, I'm not going to work for you, but as a friend, I am willing to help out. Um, which that is, I mean, is he doing this for free? Like, really, really good friend yeah. for Dan for, for being willing to do this. The only thing that he wants is for uh, Blair to admit that she needs his help. And she is not 
uh, not willing to do that. So he just kind of sits back and uh, says he doesn't like freshmen with his uh, theater. Yeah. yeah. He wants her to admit that they're friends. That's, all, that's it. Pretty much. We're friends. You need my help. Uh, she is not ready to do that. So he's just going to watch her watch her flail. Because as she points out, he just doesn't want to go back to the loft where it's Serena <laughs> right. and Banner. Is this where Scrabble. she tries to drink pens? What? Is this where Blair tries to drink a cup of pens? <laughs> I didn't notice that, did she? Yeah, I think she so. Did. It was really, it was good. Because <laughs> she was reaching for a coffee and reached for just a mug that it yeah, just helped. Yeah, it, it, like nobody talked about it. She just did it in one second. It was very funny. <laughs> oh man, really I have good. to rewatch this scene. <laughs> it's really, really funny. This episode was really working for Brendan when Lily slapped Chuck, but for me, it was like <laughs> Pen Badgley like forcing someone to say that they were friends. I was like. <laughs> Okay, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Work with Sweet me. Blair. Say it, Blair. Say, Say it. it. <laughs> I Say like, it. Okay. <laughs> Raina exits her building, and when she comes outside, Nate's just like standing nearby, facing the building, and blankly staring at the wall. <laughs> and then it's like, "Oh, hey, Raina. Funny that you're here." Like, it was so terrible. He made zero effort to stage this. Like, it was like he was a video game character. Yeah, very much Again. NPC energy. <laughs> I was I have compared Nate to a video game character before, but he, again, he was literally like walking in place into the wall. He's and like a, a guy ready to like, give you a mission. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Reyna, funny seeing you here." And, so, <laughs> and then the, they talk about the how she's gonna get where she's going, and it just felt very like she was like, "I, I haven't seen my driver. Have you seen my driver?" <laughs> what did, what he, did I, Nate do to her driver? Right, I guess he like had him killed or whatever. But like, she's like. Hey, I'm gonna need to take a taxi, and he's like, "Are you serious? A taxi? That's gonna take you so long." But it's like, had she used her driver, it would have taken longer because it's like a bigger car, right. most likely. And then he's like, "Actually, let's go walk across the park, and that'll be faster." And she's like, "Oh my god, I've never been in a park before." <laughs> yeah, she's very impressed by all the normal things happening in the park. Um, so yeah, Nate, Nate volunteers to escort her and I, I feel like these two haven't really talked to each other before this so i would be immediately suspicious if nate was just like yeah let's go i'll, I'll walk you through the park let's, right. let's do it I'll, we're we're friends now me I mean, and I, guess you. She, I guess she knows of nate because of chuck but yeah just, just the idea of him she knows of him as the guy that plays pool all day <laughs> look this show would not work if we did not assume there were a lot of scenes happening between the scenes we see yeah, and true. so they probably hung out a lot i guess so yes they, they had to have um lily is planning eric's party again which is back on and chuck lets her know that rain is being distracted by nate uh, that is until nate gets distracted himself probably by like a, a shiny object or something yeah. and it starts running through the park uh, chuck Chuck just needs to get to Russell's computer so he can use the password that uh, the captain gave him last week. And Lily says that Russell isn't liquid enough to acquire something as big as Bass Industries on his own, so he must have a backer. So the plan is to tell the backer that Bass Industries is more valuable kept intact. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. That, that's great, guys. Solid plan. Really exciting. Just, <laughs> I mean, very lucky that uh, the captain <laughs> was able to give uh, Chuck this password and Russell did not change it yet so the password was essentially just to find out who the money backer was yes to get in contact bradley kid yeah yeah so i this is where the sh i was really lost in yeah. this whole <laughs> plot. I, I never really learned who russell and reina were like what they were doing <laughs> so it's just, russell they, they introduced yeah. that other guy what, that the other business guy i was like this guy's here now <laughs> yeah russell thorpe is a long time friend of bart bass or so chuck thought but he revealed that they were actually 
closer to enemies than friends. And so he has made it his personal mission to buy Bass Industries and dismantle it to ruin Bart's legacy, which everyone cares about. Like, every. <laughs> Chuck really needs to uphold his father's legacy. Russell really needs to tear it down. So that's where that main struggle is coming from. It's a spite thing, which is why Chuck uh, thinks that there must be something more. It has to be because he's still in love with Lily also. Yeah. So they're they're waiting for Russell to call Lily and make a move, speaking of which. And Chuck's like, oh, why don't you play the modern woman and make the first move yourself? And Lily's like, you... You should know that it's all about the pursuit. You, your type of man uh, is all about the pursuit. I can't call first. And then uh, she says, maybe I simply just don't have the allure that I used to. Which, Brendan, what was your reaction was, to that? Don't say that. Please don't say that. <laughs> Brendan had to pause like, the episode and go for a walk after that. He was so I was like, frustrated. of course you have the allure. Look at you. I'm glad the episode proved her incorrect on that yes. one. And she yes. ultimately did yeah. still have the allure that she used to. <laughs> Absolutely, she does. It's, it's almost as if she, she was baiting Brendan for a compliment. <laughs> it sounds like she was. You see on her phone, pops she up looked, Brendan. She looked directly at camera when she, when she said <laughs> Don't it. Don't I have the allure, <laughs> Uncle Cream? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chuck says, the way he's playing this, it's clearly personal, so it must be because of his feelings for Lily, which is quite the leap to make, I think. <laughs> it might be true, but it's, 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 hey, what, it's what, a leap. What clues do we have for that? Right. He's like, he must still be in love with you. And then Lily receives the phone call, and she answers. Oh, what a surprise. It's a pleasant one. I was hoping you'd call. I'd love to meet you for a drink. Too easy. Too, too, too easy. Too Lily easy, is very fool. alluring. Very alluring. Yeah. So Blair is flailing. She's continuing her, her descent into madness. <laughs> Uh, she's pretending to keep it together while Donna is in the room, because, again, Donna is her supervisor, I guess. Unclear. And Blair's minions are currently or one of them is taking a test for her and like blair's on the phone <laughs> telling her what the answers are so this like, is a kid on the, get... on the phone taking a test <laughs> yeah. she's like don't get caught on the phone but like how on earth is this working right now <laughs> and she's talking back into it too it's not just like listening to something she's <laughs> saying stuff back into the phone and to blair this isn't like multiple choice answers that blair's feeding her like blair is doing an entire essay over the phone <laughs> to her minion like there has to be a better way to do this <laughs> It's, it, 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 you said Blair's flailing, but I feel like this is also just like her energy in general. I, I don't know how much difference this would be with, that, with, with her, <laughs> That's true. her interns yeah. here. Yeah, I do wish that maybe um, Leighton Meester had done... I, I wish they made her like a little more frazzled. I feel like even mm. though... like I feel like she was still sort of on top of things, even while like delivering the plot points where she mm-hmm. was like dropping the ball or whatever. Could have used some like, uh, you know, frizzy hair. <laughs> right, or, like, right. Overly a little more... Yeah, the, a little more just like, ah! <laughs> the only tell we have is that Blair is wearing different shoes as every character yeah. is going to and point, they, 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 point Which they had out. to keep panning down to to show us, like, <laughs> see, she is. The crack in the china. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we, Blair also has to do a new blog post. She says she'll get it done within the hour. We see that she hasn't even begun to type up the Blair necessities. And... <laughs> It's a good name. <laughs> and tells her one more thing and she's going to crack. And that is when Serena and Eric come in and tell her they need her help with a scheme. And I don't know why Blair says yes to this. I, I guess she just has to. She can't help herself. She can't help. She has to She has to take someone down when the opportunity <laughs> pre- presents itself. <laughs> That's when Dan leaves. He's like, listen, I this went from Woman on the Verge to Saw 2. Now, of course, we know Woman on the Verge, the reference from the classic season one uh, title reference. Mm-hmm. But. And and we all know Saw Two, which is a great movie. Uh, Bre- Brendan, I believe I watched Saw Two. I made you watch Saw Two with me I, when we were watching. I, some I of mean, the Saw, Saw Two is very good, but that the needle scene really—I'll never get that out of my head. So disgusting. Right, Sam. I I've been trying to get you into the Saw movies. Oh, uh, yes. 
Have you watched I, them yet? I have not. Um, I've seen fewer episodes of... I see fewer installments of Saw than installments <laughs> of Gossip Girl season five. Um, but are we on season four? Season four, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, anyway, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was. I was sorry. I'm so. Oh my god. I'm, I literally keep overstarting. Hey, starting over my here, sentence. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said needles. I was trying to think of how to make Saw Two into a Gossip Girl episode title, but it wasn't coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they would have like said Saw Two. I don't know. <laughs> Getting so lazy with the episode yeah. titles of it, just, just saying using just call the it movie. Saw Two. Just call it Saw Two. Well, I'm struggling to see how this is anything like Saw Two because, as Brendan mentioned, the famous scene in that <laughs> is the one where she goes diving into like a pile of needles, and that's not happening here. <laughs> Close. They're just referencing, just referencing movies. So, Thurn uh, is like, "Listen, are you sure you can help us? Because you seem busy." And Blair's like. A takedown only takes two minutes, which no way Blair's gotten her takedown time to two no, minutes. Yeah. That's like that's beyond They're impressive. That's Hall of Fame level level takedown stuff for Blair. Yeah, I think she's like, underestimated this level this? takedown. No, but again, this whole thing is very funny, and Blair is once again bringing the comedy to the show. Yeah, and again, like the past few episodes, Dan and Blair. That's all I care about. That's it. That's, that's it. the only thing that's working for me is the Dan and Blair of it all. I and love everything them. else. Everything else, especially the Ben and Serena stuff, can go to hell. And so I do think that this may have taken only two minutes though, because it felt like their whole scheme this episode went off without a hitch. Like I felt like they it never <laughs> nothing ever really happened uh, <laughs> to like set them back. No, I'll, I mean, what what did they even? What was the takedown even? Like, who did they take down in this episode? Damien, yeah. but they didn't really. But then yeah, no. it wasn't him. Then it was da- then it ended up being. Ben, who ultimately did it, like they, I don't they ended up fucking up actually, because the tulip was supposed to get like get the tulips with the coke, and they got the wrong tulips. Yeah, because she saw a color and wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic stroop effect. <laughs> so, Raina and Nate are in the park, and yes, Raina has apparently never been in a park before because she's marveling at all the normal things happening in she's the wearing park. Wearing an I love New York T-shirt. And she, she, she's like, this is an interesting uh, sentence that she comes up. She's like, I may have been in a park when I was like three, but also that might have been the White House lawn. And I guess that's what happens when your mother walks out before you can walk. I, like this whole sentence was <laughs> at first she starts off so impressed with the park, then decides to brag about maybe being on the White House lawn. And then out of nowhere, she brings up that her yeah, mom left. What does her that have prompted. to do with like, being at the White House? How, how is Nate even supposed to respond to any of I that? I would just laugh and move on. This is her prison. She's. You you know, she just brings it into the conversation whenever she can. <laughs> yeah. She's just, yeah, she's just like, let me just give you some like exposition out of nowhere. Like, this is my thing. Uh, my mom left me. My mom left me. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But Nate apologizes. He's like, I had no idea. Which how could he have? <laughs> because they because we don't know each other <laughs> organically in conversation ever. And so he tells Raina that his mom used to take him skating and Raina's like, yeah, well, like I said, I never had a mom, so I never went skating. And <laughs> Nate can't believe what he's hearing. So he's he's, like, I'll be your mom and wears a wig. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's going to be a few minutes late to his meeting, which I didn't know he was going to a meeting, but uh, he's got to see Raina <laughs> not. in skates for the first time. He's got to. Everyone's got to see someone in, their, in skates for their first time. Everyone except the viewers. I feel like we didn't yeah, even we see them skate. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't. It happened. <laughs> That's for Nate's eyes only. We don't get to see it. <laughs> um, you, you've, you've both gone uh, Blair, ice skating before? Yes. And I'm not good at it, but I'm lucky enough that I'm good enough where there was always someone worse than me. That's good. Mm. So that, that's, that's the goal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I I've not... pretty much always been the worst one. I oh, I've, I, I should I go fall with you on fall on my little butt all the time. <laughs> yeah, I I can't like go fast or or do any you know fancy stuff that, that people can do but i can't even really stop I, i'm more of a you know crushing the one that i can do any flips i'm a wall <laughs> uh, hugger yeah i'm not the person who is you know uh falling falling on their little butt yeah. oh, time and time again so <laughs> okay it is a little butt. what about you brendan are you would you 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 do you flips, do flips? You said? i'm yeah. i'm a wall hugger but i'm doing flips <laughs> while holding on to the wall <laughs> right <laughs> running up running up the wall yeah. <laughs> jumping up yeah so Blair's going to start switching stuff around now. She's putting someone else on gifts. Uh, Penelope is now supposed to do the flower mission. And Blair tells Dan that it's about time he showed up. And he's like, you texted me literally two minutes ago. I was downstairs <laughs> getting so a sandwich. Because yeah. <laughs> like, when he leaves, so you're like, together. I guess he's just fucked. He's like, all right, Dan's gone for the episode now. But no, <laughs> he was gone for two minutes. <laughs> he's like, it's about time. And he wasn't actually oh, leaving the room that. with anger. He's like, I'm actually hungry. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Especially because the last time we would have seen him, I'm, I, like they were together. So she's yeah. like, "Well, where the hell have you been?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blair admits to Dan that he was right about that thing, and when Dan presses her, she admits that she needs his help as her friend and peer, not as her underling. And you know, big promotion from from Dan going to friend and peer. And Dan, she like mumbles it, so Dan makes fun of her mumbling, <laughs> and Blair just like says it faster while still mumbling. So funny. Very charming. That's I guess it was so good funny. enough because because Donna interrupts and tells Blair that they need her for something else. And so Blair tells Dan, everything is on my desk. Just start. And so Dan sees the note that says urgent. And I didn't know what this note was no, referring we to. Didn't, I, I don't think they really I, said what it was. Right. They I didn't do it, a good enough job where, where Blair saying, like, this urgent thing. I, I thought is it was like crazy. I was like, like was that to, was we, were we supposed to know what was on that note? Yeah, right. I've never seen the the stacked sticky notes like de determining which urgency was which. Uh, she like right. had the urgent sticky note over top of the one talking about the flowers. I definitely thought that the urgent thing was her blog post because it was, yeah. the urgent sticky note was covering the laptop screen. Right, right. Wasn't yeah. So we, it? yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I think all we saw was urgent. We didn't see what was underneath. Yeah. Yeah, so none of us had any idea what was happening. But like even Gossip Girl voiceover is talking. She's like, all the trouble this person. Purple piece of paper caused, and like, were we supposed to know what was happening? Like, I truly don't think we ever saw what was on that. Also, Gossip Girl says paint it black in this voiceover. Why is Gossip Girl making Rolling Stones references throughout the episode? Just because? <laughs> Just because. This is the third one of the episode. <laughs> I don't Sometimes you gotta go with this. Once you find a theme, you just keep going. You roll with it, as they say. I thought the theme for this episode was people not sleeping, as the title would suggest. <laughs> No. Oh, I guess Blair isn't sleeping. I guess I guess that's. Oh, the, there we I go. Guess that, mm. We found it. All right. I guess okay. I stumbled into that one. That's good. That's wow. good. Hey, you know what? The titles are good. You. Titles are good. <laughs> that was really. I was gonna. That was gonna keep me up at night. I wasn't gonna be sleeping. <laughs> Just wow. <laughs> While Sam wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I was gonna rock and roll all night. Nuts, kiss. Damn it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough Rolling Stones titles. So. You'll never guess where Nate is. He is back at the pool table, but this Amazing. time, is, we, we, we should here. keep track of how many episodes in a row this has been. Nate has had a pool se a scene at the pool table every episode, all season probably. I think probably. since he's lived here, yeah, he does not leave this table. And so, did you guys Rain watch? Also... I think you can leave the season. Yes, I have is not seen the new season. No. Uh, and uh, zipline is all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will keep that in mind, keep in mind for when I finally watch it. So 
Raina is here in a robe. Uh, Raina's day off continues as she's waxing poetic about how she's done so many things today that she's never done, like nothing at two in the afternoon. And this is when she asked Nate what he'd be doing if she wasn't here. And, like, certainly not going to class, even even though that's that's what you'd think he'd be Yeah, I don't doing, go to but, class, but I sure study a bunch. Yeah, he lies. He's like, I'd be studying right now. And can't even survive the most basic question of what subjects. Which, come on, Nate. Come on, Nate. He immediately folds. All right, I'd be playing he black probably ops. can't. I really don't think he can read. I, I don't this think is so just either. further proof. Yes. And so Reyna is like, would you be doing this too? And she pulls out a little joint from her robe. <laughs> was, was that in the robe or did Wait. she find it somewhere else? Did she shower? Like, what happened? <laughs> After that nasty <laughs> walk, I got to shower up. <laughs> yeah, I was in that. I was walking in the that park with like a poor park. person. I've got, I've, got to t- I've got to take a shower. <laughs> it definitely wasn't hers. Because she says she's never done it before. I don't know why she'd no, be yeah, carrying this never, for a rainy day. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she just has the hobby of rolling joints but <laughs> doesn't smoke. That's, I think uh, It's another thing that Raina hasn't tried. And so uh, Nate's, this is when Nate remembers what he's supposed to be doing. And he's like, you know who gets really good weed? Shock. <laughs> Fuck. But she's like, I don't want to talk about Chuck. And he's like, all right, let's smoke then. All right, good. So, I tried. All Chuck has to know is I tried. Well, <laughs> that makes name. a lot more sense to me now because when I was watching the episode, I was like, "Wouldn't they like have the same weed? Is there, isn't this Chuck's house? Like, what? Why, <laughs> what? Why is there different weed dealers now? There's so many drug dealers in this episode. Yeah. But now I, I remember it's a scheme. I'm like, right, yes, right, yes, right, right, right. I am glad that <laughs> Nate is still known as the pothead of the the, the franchise. Yes, yes. Back to his roots. Yeah. And the. Uh, no, not to spoil, but the user review of their week was happy about that as, as well. <laughs> okay. We had a new. We had a oh new no! Don't lump me in with them. <laughs> Uh, Lily and Russell are at lunch and at the same time Chuck is sneaking into Russell's office Uh, you know Lily and Russ they're hitting it off Lily's playing her part well Chuck goes to the computer and puts in the password I I tried to look at what the password was but they don't show the whole thing but I was able to see that it begins with no it starts with 69 which really? I thought was which I thought was funny that Thorpe is a is a big, uh, a big 69 curve. humor guy <laughs> I don't get that <laughs> so, so uh Russell says, you know, he doesn't want to cross any lines, but Lily's like, listen, let's let's get another bottle of wine. Let's cross lines. You know, R- Rufus, th- this is just a marriage for show, baby. I don't love him. And, like, I'm starting to think that maybe Lily does feel this way, and she's like, I'm so happy I get to get this off my chest. There's like, <laughs> not no acting involved here. Like it's supposed to be, yeah, this is coming a little too natural. Like, it's all coming pouring out. And, she's like, and another thing Rufus does. Lily just gets shit-faced in this he lunch. He won't stop making his fucking smelly chili. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not Rufus, she I, this is her like fifth marriage, right? So I, yeah, you know, she right. has it. She's pulling from somewhere. Oh yeah. Well, Thorpe's like, uh, what about uh, maybe the sixth marriage will be the charm, which, as the old saying goes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, while while they're doing while Lily's playing her part very well, Chuck has found the Bass Industries partnership agreement and he finds the information he needs. So he texts Lily that he got it, and then as soon as Lily gets the message, he's like, oh. Look at the time. It's Eric's birthday. Bye. Like, she couldn't, she couldn't even wait another minute or two. So she she gets out of that lunch. She she thanks Big Thorpe, and they both agree that uh, hopefully this isn't their last lovely afternoon together. Hopefully. And it's then funny he, that they leave as soon as, like, they just ordered another glass of wine. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I felt like at this point, didn't he go, like, I'll come to Eric's birthday? <laughs> like, that kind of thing? Or does he just show up later? Yeah, I don't know if he did. I think he does just show up. Yeah, I don't know. I think no. He definitely, if he does mention it, Lily tells her tells him not to because she is certainly surprised when Russell shows right, up at right. the party. Right, right. I think that might be true. She's like, you should not be here. So, um, 
Blair's minions are going to pay her a visit. And the new minion is impressing Blair, but Penelope is, you know, being, being a little dick for some reason. She's like, listen, this random lady of the week that you're trying to impress isn't going to care about you because you're just a college student. And there's like, hey, I am not a normal college student, so I will impress Bryn Harold, whoever whoever that may be. I, this is not a real person. They're just making up oh, really? people now for... No, no, it was not. Uh, <laughs> it's, they're just making up people for Blair the, to the, have the to The kind of celebrities now. that they get on the show, you think this would just be an easy cameo I, situation for them? I assume that this was a cameo, that Bryn yeah. Harold was someone, but it, it is not. So um, Blair thinks Penelope fucked up because as far as Blair knows, she took Penelope off of gift duty and put her on purple sticky note duty. But uh, the note that she left on the computer screen, we, of course, know that Dan took that one and she can't find it, doesn't know what happened. And now, you know, this is the first of many things that are going to start to go wrong for Blair. Well, I'm every single she assigned the wrong thing to every single person and <laughs> yeah, switched some people out. around, got people's names wrong. It was uh, yeah, tough look for my girl. Yeah. How very, did they, also, what but, did that next sticky note say that Dan got? Because I'm amazed that he was able to figure out what to do urgent. in the first place. Like, just it's just said urgent. Get tulips. <laughs> he saw and sticky like, note. Right. <laughs> he, saw, he saw sticky. It said urgent. He was like, "All right, I've got to get, get some tulips." tulips. I guess it this, said it on the other side be, of the sticky note or something. Because he knew to get fair, purple tulips. She like she was like, "It's all on my desk. Go and just start doing yeah. anything that's over on my yes. desk." And this is like in huge bold all <laughs> capital urgent. letters. Yeah, I'll urgent. take this one. Like, of course, no. I'm going to start with this. Help you out. <laughs> no, Dan cannot be blamed for this at all. No. I completely agree. So, Dan gets a call from his uh, his roomie Ben, and Ben's like, "Have <laughs> a visitor," and we see that it's Vanessa. Which <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Vanessa. If I came back to my loft and saw both Vanessa and Ben in it, I would burn it to the ground. Like this, <laughs> this loft is no more. Yeah. Vanessa is back from her five-episode break, and from second one, she is already being annoying. She is pleading with Ben to tell Dan that she's here. She's sorry. She'll wait for as long as it takes. Like her her appearance was one even, of the funniest. Has things Ben I've who he season. was? Because that would be my first question. <laughs> no, I don't think she cares. She's just like, who's this strange man? She's like, hey, Ben, it's me, Vanessa. Please tell Dan. Please tell Dan that I'm sorry. And Dan's like, I got all of her texts and her handwritten letters, and I will answer when I'm ready. And so he the tells... really seems to be pandering to you guys because it, every <laughs> every line of Vanessa's, she's like, I know you don't want to see me right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know, Lonely Boys, you're mad at me for being on this show. Here I am... Uh, I, I can't believe she was gone for so long, and this is what they bring her back to do, to, like, beg Dan to be let back into the story. And to catch and Ben to being a lunatic. See, see, something, see something at the end. So uh, Dan's like, listen, you have to tell Vanessa this because I'm busy delivering 100 tulips. And Ben hears this, and he's like, 100 tulips? God. I've heard that somewhere it's before. Like, Serena's disobeying me. I, I told My her not to do Serena. this. And now, and, now she, <laughs> and now she's having Dan do it. So... Uh, Dan asks Serena and Eric if anyone ordered 100 tulips, and they're like, uh, why the fuck do you have the tulips? And it turns out they're the wrong tulips, and Serena and Eric just start openly chatting about how Lily's going to be screwed now because they don't have the coke, and Dan's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, they're at, they're, like, in the middle, like, in the house, and or the hotel, and they're just like, oh boy, I guess mom's gonna go to jail now, because we don't have the $100,000 worth of cocaine that we need. <laughs> Not even being subtle about it at all. No, each person gets a turn to say coke very loudly in the house. <laughs> yes. The the Vanderwoods and uh, like employees have heard this kind of thing before. They all are under NDAs. They can't disclose right. anything that <laughs> goes on in the loft. 
I mean, the I penthouse. That. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. How, how dare you confuse the penthouse <laughs> with the loft? Listen, on Gossip Girl Monopoly, the, uh, the, the penthouse is like Park Place, and the loft is like uh, Baltic Avenue. Oof, wow. I'm, I don't, I'm, I, I'll just take your word for that. I don't have the <laughs> Monopoly spaces memorized. I'm sorry. Wow, that's embarrassing Baltic for is you a, and, is a brown. no one else. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the... Wait, isn't Baltic and Mediterranean are the, are the first ones? I think so. Yeah. I know blue is good. Yeah, dark blue. Dark, dark blue. blue, yeah. We both correct him. Dark, <laughs> dark blue. <laughs> okay, sorry, guys. <laughs> you fucking fool. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd join in. Never, it's, I won't do that it's again. Sunday. This is Talk About Monopoly Day. So. <laughs> Talk About Monopoly Sunday, of course. <laughs> Bringing the tradition back. Um, Eric's birthday bash has started. Serena and Dan confront Blair and ask what she was thinking. And she's like, that I would arrive to a party and be agreed appropriately. <laughs> and this is when Dan says that, uh, I know you're just using me as a drug mule. And she, she's like, no, that was for Penelope. With her attitude, she can use some time behind bars. Which is... <laughs> God, I, lo I love Blair. And so Dan's expecting an apology. And Blair's like, all right, well, you're here and not in jail. So I don't know what I'm apologizing for. <laughs> what the fuck is the problem, Dan? And so... But anyway, Blair sent Dan to get the wrong tulips, and Blair's like, no, I wrote down pink tulips, but apparently she wrote down purple, and Dan shows her the sticky note, and just to show off how intelligent he is, he's like, classic Stroop effect, which, ah, yes, who could, who could forget uh, about the yes. classic Stroop effect? And then Blair just, like, explains it, <laughs> explains what it is, because she uh, she doesn't want to get shown up by, by Dan, so she has to be like, yes, of course, the one where you write down a color that you're, that, that you're seeing instead of the one that you're thinking of. And, I mean... yeah. I didn't need someone to explain Stroop effect to me to, to figure out, like, how could this have happened? Right. Yeah, I'm fine with I understand. That. I agree that I, like, understood how it happened, but yeah. it felt shoddy to me for this to be the explanation, I guess. Uh -huh. It's just kind of like, so she was, I, I, know, and I know it's all been built up because she's been making mistakes all episode, so I guess it worked, but I was just kind of yeah. like... This is what happened. It, well, <laughs> she, like, it's also, like, for me, partially wrong. to like, build up their relationship, too, because they're both, like, weirdos that want to talk about no, effect and then it flexes on their knowledge <laughs> in front of people like everyone else is gonna be like wow you guys are so cool you know who Stroop is <laughs> yeah you guys know the colors of the monopoly board really awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right you're just embarrassed that your whole blue dark blue flub <laughs> hey, but i looked it up and i i looked up the monopoly board after our little kerfuffle earlier and it just feels that if someone said blue you would think of the dark blue the light blue is a little it's a little like gray i feel like it's like you, you people would know yeah. if i said the blue is the good one no one would be like oh the second one in the board is the best <laughs> one people knew what i was saying <laughs> we i thought you your favorite was oriental avenue is why i wanted to just get off of that <laughs> yeah of course um everyone knows i'm a big orange monopoly guy that's Love, the, well, that's uh, the best st james place new york ave leading right up to those, those are the one those are the ones to get baby <laughs> i think um, why do you know all the monopoly places <laughs> when i you said we used to we used to play monopoly every sunday all day right, in the middle of right, in the middle of taco right. bell i am not <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. This is, this is part of the. Uh, I have a Monopoly board I'm sorry in my trunk right now. It, anytime I need to play, it's in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Eric tells everyone that Damien pre-sold the coke, so he's coming to collect the $100,000 now that Eric owes him. And Dan's like, no one has $100,000. No one has that kind of money, do they? Saying it at the Vanderwoods and Resident Home of Billionaires, which when he said that, I was like, what do you mean? Who doesn't have $100,000? They pan to both Blair and Serena, and they give each other a look like, uh, yeah, we both definitely have that right now. (laughs) Yeah, apparently the problem is... He sold the coke. So he's coming to pick up the coke or the and the hundred thousand dollars, but like, wait, I just don't under. I didn't. What? What is the? He, what's happening? He bought the coke and he's gonna sell the coke to make up for the money that he bought it with. Then why are they giving him a hundred thousand dollars for the coke? Because the coke was lost uh, somewhere. No one, like, no one was able to pick it up. Oh. He, okay, because they don't have it. Okay, right. They picked now. up the okay, wrong yeah, tube, yeah, so yeah. now someone else has it. I guess. Uh, yes, right. someone who got their pink tulips <laughs> like, is very surprised oh. right now. <laughs> is like, yeah, they, uh, maybe they, well, it was supposed to be in those little packets, so they might just be feeding their tulips, and like the tulips are dying. <laughs> oh yeah, or, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Or are getting faster. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they don't have his coke, so he needs a hundred thousand dollars, I guess. So he can either return it to his buyers or buy new coke or what, whatever he's going to be doing with it. But so they, the problem is they don't have the money on them, so. Damien is going to out Lily unless he gets paid right this instant, which I, I don't know why he can't wait a little a little bit for them to just, like, I don't know, go to the bank or something. But uh, Serena and Eric are going to try and dig up some trust fund money that are in, like, checks that he has to unwrap. And so they're going to do that. And then <laughs> Blair tries to argue with Dan that she's not tired, and Dan doesn't even humor her. He just walks away, which is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> so... Chuck starts talking to Lily. Uh, he tells her that the backer is Bradley Kidd, gives her the scouting report. And I say that he's talking to Lily, even though technically Rufus is also standing there. But he is once again just standing there doing nothing as the adults talk. It's like Rufus is like the the, the toddler that's just watching his parents talk. Yeah. And uh, Chuck says that he invited Bradley Kidd here tonight. The plan is to convince him that it's a better business move to get him to break his deal with Russell. And Rufus finally breaks his silence to tell Chuck, good spying. And his role all this well. along is just to tell him and Lily that they're doing a great job. <laughs> and he gets and excited to be included later. He's like, oh, thanks, I, thanks for including me. Chuck, Russell, Rufus says good spying, and Chuck, like, laughs. He, like, chuckles and says thank Like, it felt to me like Chuck has no respect for this man and is just, like, giving it's him a pity laugh. And yeah. it, it, that was my joke of the episode, because what was the point of Rufus in this scene? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm a very good uh, pity laugher, by the way. Just want to point that out. I mean, oh, let me let me hear it. He <laughs> he. <laughs> so if I ever hear that, I'll know you're pitying me. <laughs> exactly. So just keep a lookout. <laughs> that was that's really good. So Rufus tells Lily he's a little turned on at her being a double agent. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're he, Rufus a good is really time. he's become the Vanessa of the adults. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they have so much in common they uh, that's yeah. why they had their fling that's right they're the so, only people who can relate to one tick- another yeah, it's true kesha's tiktok is playing which must have been thrilling for you brendan as, as a big kesha head love a tiktok i love a tiktok and um a just dance yeah of course they're playing nate's moves were making me laugh he was <laughs> hardly moving but do, doing a great job and this is finally the sport that reyna can beat nate in and then so uh geez, nate is like we said, incapable of spending the day with someone without like hardcore flirting with them. So of course they have like a thing now as Reina is feeding her ice cream, feeding him ice cream, and is like, it was my dream when I was five to uh, to have an ice cream company. And Nate gets a call from Chuck. He needs him to bring Reina to Eric's party. 
But then Russell comes in and he says, never mind. And Nate, Nate's like, sorry, I couldn't hear you. The music was too loud. And Chuck's like, music? What do you mean, what do you mean music? You having fun with as her? If you, as if he was like Ben hearing about the 100, the 100 tulips. Like he has the yeah. same reaction. So Nate uh, clearly feels bad after this phone conversation. So he tries to get Chuck uh, back into the conversation in the most obvious way. He's like, you know who really likes ice cream? Chuck, I mean, he has the, the tact of a seven-year-old. Like, <laughs> so stupid. He's terrible. I mean, but he is really good at putting on dates, though. Like his, he's got yes. a formula down there where he goes for a walk, smokes Wait, weed, and plays video games. Like I, I would yeah. love that date too. It, it, it was obviously easier for him because he has all the time in the world, but he knows how to use it well. As I have a theory, I think that Nate is in. 13 going on 30 slash big oh, situation wow. <laughs> and the first episode is his first day in the in the in the adult body and because that first episode is like we've been together since we were five and so i feel like the first day the first, <laughs> like back back in time nate was five years old and he was like i can't wait to grow up and marry you and he wished on a star <laughs> and, now, and then became 16 and that's where the show starts no this makes a lot of sense so what do you say I, we I were together we... since we were five but i was like what the fuck are you talking about we just got together yesterday <laughs> he time skipped is the 13 time, skip, yeah. time skips okay and big. Skip. it's it's a it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a combination it's, it's a combination <laughs> no this makes a lot of sense i really think we need to run with this theory moving forward and keep an eye on it because yeah he's he's he very acts topic, like, like. He acts like a little kindergartner, and like even even Raina can't like he's doing such a bad job that Raina can't even play along anymore. Like she's been humoring him, but she's like, right. "All right, Nate, I, like I know what I you're doing." It. And he's like, "He's like, you do?" <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, she oh, does. thank God. It's been so stressful. <laughs> so, Serena and Eric are unwrapping the gifts, and Lily barges in to let them know how gauche they're being. <laughs> <laughs> All of these scenes were so good. I loved the Vanderwoodson <laughs> scenes in this room. <laughs> Well, Eric saves him. He's like, I was so excited that I got a new checkbook. I just had to, I just had to open it. Uh, Blair finds out like the wrong thing got sent to Eric as a gift, so uh, his gift is on his way somewhere else. She, of course, blames Penelope, and then Serena gets a text from Ben asking to meet him downstairs. Uh, on the way there, though, she's gonna pass Damien, who arrives to the party, and Damien's like, "Great party," and he goes, and he goes into Eric's room. And he's like, "Happy birthday!" Like he's got all these, uh, all these <laughs> good singers. Two-word, Two-word zingers prepared as, as a person. <laughs> Never heard a more sarcastic party. happy birthday. <laughs> Great party. All right, nailed that one. parties. Hooper is the banana. <laughs> what was that? Hooper is the banana. <laughs> uh, Serena and Ben here. Ben is complaining that he just saw Damien here, and he knows that Serena asked Dan to get the drugs. And Serena's like, "Yeah, uh, no, that was a misunderstanding." But I did ask Blair for help, and Ben's met. He's like, "Serena, I thought we agreed that no one else should get hurt to protect her mother," which is not how I remember it. I remember Ben saying that to, to Serena and her not agreeing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna keep doing it. So I don't know what Ben is talking about. And That's what he thought. His, so Ser- his memory of it. <laughs> yeah. My memory of events is getting a look into the crazy psyche of Ben. (laughs) Oh man, he's like the way I remember it is I say things and you listen to them, much like I am the teacher and you are my student. And Uh. (laughs) where's my apple, Serena? Oh, I was gonna say, didn't he make that joke? But no, 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 that was Colin who made that joke. The professor that she was sleeping with in the beginning of this season. Oh, right, right, right. Different. (laughs) Serena tells. 
uh, Ben, that she's not okay with her mother going to, like, she's not okay with what her mother did, but she's also not okay with her going to prison. And Ben's like, oh, so you choose her? Which, can this guy get any worse? Like, what is wrong with him? <laughs> also, oh, like, he's made his whole thing that he's been in prison. It seems like he had a bad time in prison, and now he's like, I literally need to send your mom to prison. <laughs> yeah. He needs to suffer. She needs to have the same fate that he had. And so Serena finally snaps to her senses and tells Ben off a little before leaving to help her brother, which I was like, oh, my God, is the is the spell finally broken? Is she going to be is she going to get rid of him? But uh, no, it doesn't doesn't seem to be that no. way. They seem to be in a good place by the end He's of the too episode. Charming. This <laughs> oh, is like yeah, the charm. I, I feel like in these shows there are always student teacher relationships obviously but i feel like the writers usually are trying to make it like look like they are they do have a connection or whatever but like this relationship seems like there's no they don't even like like oh. each other like they literally <laughs> never talk about anything other than that he went to jail and that it's her mom's fault and so it's like even from even if it were, if I were okay with the relationship in the first place, like there's literally no reason to even want them to be together. Right. Right. That is the thing because it's terrible, like on principle, but then it's not like there's nothing good about it. Even if it was just, it weren't teacher student. Like again, she's with a guy that she has no chemistry with, who has no personality, and it's just even if he wasn't her former teacher, I would hate this relationship. Yeah. yeah that's why I'm shipping Dan and Blair so hard, is because I've never seen two characters on the show make more sense and it took to <laughs> season four with each other yeah so look really? I, I just some relationship advice if your mom hates your boyfriend and your boyfriend hates your mom it's probably not gonna work out like just cut, <laughs> cut and run just like it's it's fine just move yeah. on so, lily is very surprised to see russell thorpe here she's freaking out trying to get him to leave she's like oh rufus decided to make an appearance uh which is what he is doing he is making an appearance and nothing else that's it and so Russ is like, eh, I won't draw attention. I'm just a business associate, an old family friend, stopping by with a gift. Um, and Lily's like, man, I really can't argue with that. You, you, you stumped me. But thank <laughs> God, Rufus storms over, and he has a very strange. Like, I guess this is him acting because he has a very yeah. strange line delivery. Where he's like, Lily, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I just see her. I can see her just point. like, oh my God, fuck, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Matt, at this point, you're going to ask me and Brendan if we could tell that he was acting in part of the scene. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh no, the answer is still no. Like, is. He did, um, it so, did it so well. I think this is part of their, like, her, hit Lily and Rufus's flirting, because at the end, yeah. she she's like, you did a great job in there. <laughs> yeah, yes. oh. yeah. This is Rufus uh, improving here. Out of nowhere reveal that, that Rufus comes to, to save the day in this scene. So obviously worth him being here at the party for this magic moment. I think it makes it feel, him feel good to like play to quote yeah. Pasha Fox. I, I think so. um, <laughs> <laughs> used in some way. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I use I use my uh, me being a cuck for good in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Russell's like, all right, I'll I'll leave. That's fine. Rufus. And, <laughs> and so Blair Blair's trying very hard to impress this Bryn Harold lady, but uh, she responds that Blair is wearing two different shoes and also desperately wants an introduction to Raina Thorpe. Which, I guess Reyna is like Blair's new Serena now, that everyone just wants to talk to Reyna for some reason, because she's the head of Girls, Inc. I guess, yeah, so it's really important, uh, Inc. <laughs> really important. One of the more important don't know what out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this Inc. is doing, but... <laughs> some unfortunate timing for Chuck, because Bradley Kidd enters right as uh, Big Thorpe was leaving, and Russell's like, what are you doing here? So Chuck has to reveal that he's here to talk to Chuck, and so now, obviously, Thorpe is going to stay, too. So, uh, not ideal here. 
Not ideal, but uh, Chuck ends up pulling it out. He always does. He always does. Thank God. Eric is writing Damien his check, and Damien very thoughtfully teaches me how to spell his last name, which is two A's after the G. Then when Damien has the check at the end of the episode, written to him by, I guess, Lily, his name is spelled with two A's after the D and one A after the G. So he literally spells it out in this scene only for them to still get it wrong when he has the check. This huh. is one of those visual only jokes like you would find on Arrested Development. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So, uh, Serena asks him why he's doing this, and he just replies, "Angry cokeheads," which is you know valid reasoning, I guess. <laughs> so, Eric writes him the check, but tells him that that's it. And then Lily comes in out of nowhere to this, grab the check. <laughs> I loved this so much, where Eric is like, "Fine, here, have it," and then suddenly Lily's dress <laughs> just like walks onto frame. And yeah. Takes yes, and yes. As soon as I see that hand reach out, I'm like, "I know that hand anywhere." <laughs> I I really loved that. I like. I just it, it was it, made, it was just tickled me for some reason. The editing was so Jesus, stupid like, too. Came on and like plucked <laughs> it out of his hand. It's so funny. It was yeah. It was really good and like. <laughs> Lily takes this at face value and is like, $100 worth of drugs? You promised you were done with this, Eric. Which is so funny that Lily thinks Eric's just buying 100K worth of coke at once. And just like, oh, man, I I, if you need help, I'll give you help. Yeah, and if she thinks that's what's happening, her, her reaction is so muted that she thinks he's going to do all this at his birthday. Like, <laughs> She's definitely upset. It seemed like she was mainly upset about how much money it was more than the drugs. She was like, $100,000? I thought you were I thought you were done doing coke. Yeah. Uh, $1,000 coke, did I maybe. <laughs> yes. And Serena's like, it's not what it looks like. And then Damien very confidently says that this is a Vander Woodson problem now, so he's going to get a cocktail and some mac and cheese. I guess that's what they're <laughs> serving. I guess that's Eric's favorite dish, cocktails and mac and cheese. I wish all the businessmen so, in that conversation with Chuck and Thorpe were all eating mac and cheese while they're <laughs> discussing their business. <laughs> Russell has figured everything out already. Uh, he did it remarkably fast. He's like, oh, I see what happened. Chuck and Lily made up, and uh, there's not actually any problems in her marriage with Rufus, so... Uh, I think Rufus needs to go back into double agent mode and really, really step up the cu- the cucking. <laughs> I think he really does. Just, come back with a really, mustache. I think he needs to he needs to come back with his chili and pull like a Kevin Malone and just drop all of his chili <laughs> everywhere. That, that way, Russell Russell would be like, okay, never mind. There's no way Lily loves this thing. Whatever. The fuck. <laughs> so, uh, Chuck tries saying that uh, Chuck doesn't meddle in his stepmother's affairs, but uh, Russell's like, all right, listen, listen, Bradley kid. Chuck's trying to manipulate you into making a deal. And Chuck says that Russell's the one manipulating, so uh, he kind of just, he's just like, listen, you, you lost your daddy's company, we understand, it's very sad, and he's like, he doesn't have, like, the facts on his side, I guess, so he's just, like, kind of making fun of Chuck, which, as fun as it is, doesn't work as, as a strategy to get Bradley Kidd back on his side. Yeah, I guess it's not that cute to make fun of a, like, 19-year-old kid. <laughs> Yeah, Bradley says he'll he'll stay, because uh, Russell tries to say that he'll buy him a real dinner and not just the mac and cheese they've been eating all night. I actually love mac and cheese. <laughs> These Bradley's adult like, men I was not connecting with. I, really? <laughs> surprising. I kind of like, they're like, it, it is like a tertiary character and whatever is below that interacting and having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, okay, great. Are you, why we, are we watching this? Can we get back to Dan and Blair? You don't think that you don't you don't think all the Bradley Kid stands love to love this scene? I mean, I've, I've I've also been bored you think by Bradley Kid has a Gossip Girl wiki page. Yes, uh, definitely. He made a, he made a big splash though. So. 
I, I've, I been, I've been I've been very bored by this whole. This has been going on for five or six episodes now with like the Thorpe versus Basses, and I haven't cared about right. it once. It's the episode. same thing. Every, it's the same thing every episode. Yeah. Really. Like, we get it. This guy's like, trying oh, to steal it. He's your... trying to steal it, and then Chuck gets it back a little bit, and then he steals it again. Yeah, we have... Uh, You're right. There is no Bradley Kid Gossip Girl. There is not. I'm, I'm looking for it. It's not there. So, unfortunate. Sorry to Bradley Kid. There would be no fun facts about him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Bradley's like, I think I'll stay. There, wait, I was, on the, oh. I was on the Damien Wikipedia earlier. And one of his fun facts is that he's a drug dealer and will sell to anybody who has the cash, quote unquote. <laughs> That's a fun fact. <laughs> the mark fun of a good facts. drug dealer, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder he's so good at what he does. So. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, okay, we were talking about Bryn Harold earlier, and in the trivia for this episode, yes, yes, it, yes. It mentions that like, why is the trivia for this episode that the actress who played her committed suicide in 2016? What? Yeah. The Why is that like, even mentioned? The, the wiki is like, fun fact about this episode. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. I, yes. I, I Damien's character sells drugs. Oh, my God. The, the character the trivia, killed himself. The, the four bullet point trivia in full is, the episode <laughs> title is based off the movie While You Were Sleeping. Now Nate's it? shoe okay, size okay. is revealed to be 11. <laughs> Blair's ideas for Eleanor's presence include a framed photo of herself. Actress Lisa Lynn Masters, who guest starred as Bryn Harold, committed suicide on November 18, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Wikipedia editors Ruthless. Are, are really... Um, Wait, who's the size 11? Uh, okay, I think I say Blair. I was like, that's, those are enormous feet for a small girl. <laughs> you wish. Uh, that was, yeah. um, that was a, a sharp catch because the, the scene does cut off as Nate is getting his... It's, as Nate's getting this. Oh, yeah, yeah cause, I think because Rena's like a seven and a half or something. Seven and a half. Yeah. And he says, and an ele-, and it kind of like cuts. Ah, so that's his skate yeah. size. May not necessarily be his shoe size because I do get skates that are a little bit uh, larger so that they're oh, not squeezing my, squeezing my feet, okay. you know? Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's maybe he's a ten and a half. Um, well, we'll <laughs> I'll message we'll, we'll the, the wiki writer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll believe the Gossip Girl wiki when they say right, he's fine. a size 11. Fine, fine. Vanessa shows up. And Dan finally has a problem with Vanessa just showing up places. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You can't just show up to parties uninvited. And Vanessa doesn't see a problem with it at all. She's like, I just want to apologize for my part in what happened to Serena. Which, okay, well, you don't get to trespass places just because you want to apologize. Like, Everybody else here can pretty, trespass, but you can't. Yeah. The LVP race is pretty contentious these days with uh, with Vanessa back. Because we have Serena and, and Ben doing their thing. And now Vanessa's here. Like, it's, it's going to be uh, It's going to be tough. It's so funny so. to do to watch her all episode long. Not that she's around that much, but like when she is here, she just looks like she's has such a, a sad puppy face, yes. and she knows she's been bad. Tab between the legs for Va- sure. Vanessa's like pleading with him. She's like, "You know me. You know I wouldn't want to take things that far." And Dan has a good response. He's like, "Yeah, that's what Jenny said before she came clean and did the right thing, and you pointed the finger at her and left town." Which yes, Dan, Dan is very correct here. He he should not forgive her. Yep, and and I kind of forgot what he was mad about. But uh, that, that kind of explained a little. It's just, it's just been so long since she's been here. Like I don't think I just was glad she was gone. I didn't really care what the reasoning was. Right, and so Vanessa, Vanessa like tries to turn this around on Dan. She's like, "Wow, I guess I can never come back, even with you." Like, how is Vanessa trying to pull this right now? She she's really trying to make Classic Dan feel Vanessa. bad after after she indirectly like drugged Serena and sent her to the yeah, hospital. I mean, I mean, he's not gonna feel bad. He's like, "Okay, whatever, fine." Okay, goodbye. Also, like, she's like, even with you, and it's like, yeah, he's the one who's mad at you. He's why you left. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Yes, yes with even me. with him. No one else is mad. <laughs> like, <Then> she, 
And then uh, Dan's like, I'm not chasing after you. And she goes, I wouldn't stop for you if you did. Which absolutely she would. Yes, what the would. fuck is she you, talking about? You just followed about? him here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa doesn't get what she... Like, Vanessa doesn't get what she wants immediately after returning. So she just plays the victim again. And she's like, Juliet was right. I'm an outsider here and always will be. Like, okay, good try, Vanessa. Now get the fuck to leave again, please. Hasn't changed since episode four when she was introduced. <laughs> Eric's explaining to Lily what happened. Uh, Lily's relieved that Eric isn't doing $100,000 worth of coke, but <laughs> says they should have come to her. And she's like, listen, the mistake was mine uh, when when I forged Serena's signature. And just like that, Serena loves her mom again. That's all she needed to hear. Yeah. And she's very surprised to hear Lily say that she was wrong. And so Lily tells her kids that she appreciates them trying to protect her, but she can't let anyone else pay for what she did. So I guess Lily's going to go to She said something of the nature of, like, I'll be fine, though, I thought she said. Like kind of she, how what we were saying. I, th- I think she's like, yeah, don't worry about it, like, guys. I'm not worried. Like, guys, th- stop being ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I'm Lily Vander. What's right. I, I, I've I'll forged be... an affidavit before. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forge another one if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan plays pays a uh, pays Blair a visit here, and the conversation starts in a very fun way. Blair tells Dan to to leave her alone. She's like, can't I just make a phone call in peace? And Dan just replies by saying, where's your phone? And then just <laughs> stays no and phone. goes into the conversation. Like, <laughs> doesn't even wait for her to answer. And so... It's like holding a bowl. <laughs> uh, I love I love these two. So he, he reveals that Blair was right. He didn't want to stay in the loft with Ben and Serena. And Blair is unimpressed with the revelation because she's like, yeah, ob- obviously. And she tells him he's gotten less smart since high school, which, as much as I love the friendship, it's so nice hearing Blair insult Dan again, too. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the friendship. Yeah, we need both. So uh, Dan tells Blair he knows she's competing with Raina right now. And she's like, that's ridiculous. She's from the Midwest, which, you know, according <laughs> to Blair, is like, it's like Hicksville, USA, of course. She would, <laughs> she would never stoop so low as to compete with someone from the Midwest. Yeah, she hates anything that's not New York, I guess. Does she, does she like, like the Northeast? Like the... the... Anything that's not like much France. She likes France. Yeah, okay. Definitely Paris. Definitely Paris. New York City and Paris we have established. Okay. Um, so... Dan has also noticed that Blair's wearing two different shoes, the the one main tail. And uh, Blair's the gall to lame Dorota for, for that. Um, he did dress Blair, her. Yeah, it's true, but, like, come on. You should realize that you're wearing two different shoes. Um, she didn't have time to look down at her shoes. I guess. Okay, she, you, she know had, she, you know what? She had what? three phones. Rhoda gets the LVP for this. Wow. <laughs> for this <episode. laughs> Blair's new minion shows up. She got an F on her art history exam because she wasn't even in the right class. And everything is just going wrong for Blair. Everything except her amazing blog post, of course. And she's confused because she completely forgot about the blog post. But uh, the new minion really loved it. She says it was really funny or mean. And she's trying to figure out who could have written it, but there's only one way to know for sure. She asked the minion if there was anything written about depending on your friends, which I guess is the big Dan Humphrey writing tell. She should have asked if there's anything about a blonde ex. (laughs) Yeah. Was there anything written about not being able to get over Serena? Like what? Like, Blair's like, I know how I can tell it's Dan. If he, I'm so sure that Blair, that Dan wrote in the blog about depending on your friends, and he did. Friends are the fashion fundamentals. The fashion fundamentals. Yeah, this is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I'm sure it was a great blog post. That's all. That's all set. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound great based on that one. That one excerpt. Friends are the fashion fundamentals. It's also. It makes it seem like such a big. It's just a blog post. Yeah. Can't be that big of a deal. Know, but it means that Dan cares. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's all we need to know. They're friends. So Damien has his new check, uh, but Ben is waiting for him on the sidewalk, and he jumps out at Damien, and Damien just laughs at him. And, and he says what does he say when he is introduced? Hey, it's Ben. What is, 
Remember? That's <laughs> his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, it's of course. It's whenever he, whenever so, he's in like threatening mode. Ben Ben decides to threaten him. He says, "If you ever use that information about Lily, I'll have you killed." And Damien <laughs> says it's a bit melodramatic, but Ben continues to try to scare him. He's like, "Guys that beat up Howard Alterboard, bald? Yeah, they only stopped after ten minutes because I told them to." Like, are we supposed to believe that Ben's the man? Like, are we supposed to believe that Ben was running things in prison and he had a bunch of ex-cons just waiting for Ben for Ben to say the word to to kill someone? Like, I mean, this is a- apparently he. He did. That is what he's saying. Yeah. Damien, Damien we are, we are his, supposed to believe that. Maybe you should call his bluff. Uh, but he, but, well, they have a history, and, and uh, Ben's a good, a good choker. He's a scary man. Not enough to, to scare Damien the first time. So, also, it's, it's, it is true, though. To... We're, we're supposed to believe that he's super nice and super charming to Serena and also super dangerous, and I can't believe either one of those yeah. things, honestly. <laughs> you, right. Are we supposed to root for Ben now because he's doing the quote-unquote well, right thing? Well, I think thing we are, and, because and by the end of the episode, Lily? there's like this lovely music with him and Serena making out, and like as if he's the hero. And <laughs> they, they, they finally got together, and like great, like the hero of the show is with the heroine yeah. of the show. Uh, and, but I, I, I see this at, like more from Vanessa's point of view, if anything, honestly. Is that like, oh my he god, this guy's sucks. scary. Yeah. This guy's super dangerous. So, uh, Damien tells Ben bygones and just gives him the check. And Ben takes it. And, like, and it turns out that uh, little Vanessa was right across the street waiting for a cab. So she saw the whole thing happen. <laughs> that was the best. Probably my favorite reveal of the episode. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the things that happened in this episode had only happened because of someone being in the right place at the right time and overhearing a conversation and this was my favorite one where they the we one. had we had literally no guess that Vanessa was going to be standing there um and, and then they had this entire loud conversation on the street seemingly right in front of her and then like they walk away from each other we see Vanessa getting into a cab having heard everything and she like leaves it's especially so, good because she hasn't really been in the episode at all and this is one of like the two scenes she's yeah. in well, my question is, she hasn't really been in any episodes overall, and does she know who, who either of these people? Does she are? know who either of these people are? She met like, Dan at the loft, so that, I, I was thinking about that too. But like, you're, she did meet one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, at least like it's, these are these two like tertiary characters that Vanessa is like sitting in on. So I guess because she knows that and is living with Dan, she knows that this is probably something that he should know about. So we'll see what happens there, and. Uh, Chuck and Bradley are going to finish talking, and Bradley lets Chuck know that they'll be in touch. So it seems like a success. And Chuck calls Nate, telling him that he's ready for Nate to bring Raina over, which is kind of insulting. Like, all right, you've babysat my my, uh, former girlfriend long enough. You can bring her over now. I'm ready to speak to her. And Nate's like... (laughs) Yeah, Raina figured out what was going on because I, I'm i terrible at this, yeah. and she left. So he gives Chuck the advice to move on because he can get any girl in New York City, not to mention Europe, Australia, and several parts of Asia. And instead of saying thank you, Chuck is just like, I appreciate your efforts, Archibald, which is the way uh, Chuck says thank you. Yeah. And Nate hangs up, and we reveal that, obviously, Raina has not gone anywhere. She's still in Nate's room. And Nate asks, you know, you sure you don't want to go hang out with Chuck? And Raina's like, no, I want my day of first with Nate. So yeah, well, what about what this day would have convinced her, like, yeah, you know what? Now I'm ready to go hang out with Chuck after <laughs> what we did today. Nate's just doing his due diligence. He's like, let me just ask one more time. She's like, well, I tried. I tried. <laughs> I mean, what's going to happen here? Chuck's going to be pretty annoyed if he finds out about this, isn't he? I'd say so, but... Um, Probably. But they've fought lost. over girls before. They always come back yeah. together. Yeah. Everything it's, that's it's happened just a fun for Raina. She can't deal with Nate yeah. for that long. <laughs> Everything that is happening, currently happening on Gossip Girl has happened already. 
and this is not like this is this is not like a Simpsons thing where the Simpsons have just done so many episodes that anything that ever happens in life is something that has already happened on the Simpsons. This is season four of Gossip Girl, and they've just run out of ideas, so they are playing the hits. Playing the hits at the party. There's a business deal at the party. Teachers, yeah. Someone going to jail. Like I can't. I just like I flagged this up earlier, but we did the the. Serena is dating a teacher earlier this in this season. When she dated a when she when she dated a, a Sam Page and Ben was a part of that plot line too. <laughs> yes, and that is Ben's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot that they are cousins. Yeah. <laughs> Serena's just going to date every teacher in that family. She's going to take the class <laughs> of every teacher in that family, and then she's going to date every teacher in that family. So, um, it's just the family left here in the penthouse, and Chuck sits down with Rufus, Lily, Eric, and Serena, which would have been a little weird if Raina showed up at this point, because it, it is just, like, family right now. Yeah. And Rufus asks uh, where she is, though, and Chuck lets him know she's not coming, which I guess Rufus well, yeah, is they broken up. So Serena's the only one there that noticed that Vanessa was at the party. Which is, yeah. like, Am I crazy or was Vanessa here? <laughs> this, this was another nice scene. Like, this scene and the Vanderwoodsons yeah. all in the room. Like, I, I really like these scenes where, you know, there was no scheme. They were just, like, they were, were like, just connecting with one another, talking oh, yeah. to each other, not interacting with any of these random people we've never seen before. Right. Uh, it, I just, I, I, like, I like the family. But it gets yeah, ruined by someone walking into the room. Here. Oh, the worst person that could ruin this scene shows up because he returns and gives the check to Lily and he's like, Damien won't be doing anything because I made it clear I won't cooperate. And once again, are we supposed to be falling in love with Ben because he's making all these sacrifices and we doing are. the right thing and being the we perfect boyfriend for Serena? Fuck these writers. F- fuck them all. I hate, I hate <laughs> this. so stupid. I like Lily's commitment to using people's full names. Like she, she yeah. always calls Dan Daniel, always calls uh, Chuck Charles. But what struck me about this scene was when she was talking about Ben, she did just say Ben, and then when he came in the room, she called him Benjamin. It's a that it's a point of power. It's a good catch. That is a good that is a good catch. I like that. And so Serena pulls Ben aside. She's like, I can't believe you did that for Lily. And Ben's like, obviously, I didn't do it for Lily. I did it for you. And Serena wants him to stay and have some cake. But Ben turns her down and says, this isn't going to happen overnight. And Serena's like, I know. But the important thing is that we made the first step. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's really important. The first step of him him not trying to get Lily. Being a part of the family, I guess. Fuck this. This, I I can't do this for much longer. This might be the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this arc. I cannot watch Ben on my screen any longer. I mean, the way you talk about it makes it, makes it seem like he's going to be around for a little bit longer, too. This is Endgame. Serena and Ben get married. Well, at least there's room for Dan and Blair. <laughs> this so, scene ha- has happened before, too, because I feel like it's very similarly laid out to maybe when Aaron Tveit was on the show or whatever, and he's like, some, one of Serena's boyfriends is leaving the penthouse, and she's like, just stay. We're going to watch a movie. Most of them are only 90 <laughs> minutes now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, like you said, the same thing has happened already. She's doing it again. And so Ben is back in his loft without his roomie, Ben, because Ben's at the penthouse, of course. Uh, I don't know where he went after, but... Uh, he answers the door, and Blair is there, and she looks just as confused walking in as Dan looks to see her. And Blair tells Dan his blog was great, but uh, she still got fired slash quit from the W. Apparently, Donna had just been watching her implode the whole time, and so she let that happen and then fired her. Or she quit. Still unclear. But uh, at least... Down. 
<laughs> yeah, at least Dan got his name in the blog. Um, and so I- I'm just happy that we're getting another Blair and Dan scene. And I'm also happy that th- these are now the scenes that are replacing the Blair and Chuck scenes instead of what they were doing before and having the Serena and Ben scenes replacing yeah, them at God. the end of the episode. Yeah, this, this is so, the only thing that is worth caring about. It's, it's the only new thing happening, like you were flagging up before. I'm, I'm so glad Dan this, this wrote different. the Blair necessities and then signed his own name on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. Or they so. wrote from the point of view of Blair and said, "Like I love my best buddy Dan, or something." I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it dealt with a full recitation of the blog post at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Blair confided that uh, she she thought if she became the version of Blair she wanted to be a little sooner, then Chuck would come back to her. So uh, maybe a little damper on on you, Brendan, on the rest of the Blair Dan shippers that. Uh, it seems like Blair is clearly not over Chuck here if she's doing all of this to try to get back in. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm, but I'm okay with like a, a slow burn, especially if they need to like build a, a friendship Casey first. Casey over here. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That wasn't like, even Brendan's pity laugh. So you, know you, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell it was real. I do <laughs> yeah. like a Casey Musgraves. <laughs> she, she knows that Chuck and Raina broke up, but her heart still feels further away than ever. So... Chuck is thinking of another girl, and Blair has done all these things wrong, and she's in Brooklyn talking to Dan Humphrey about it, which and just takes that in stride, as, as he should, well, this and is tells great Blair that... He understands her... I mean, she's half being serious about this, but he, he understands yeah. her character and what she does, and she can't help herself but, like, say mean shit to people, and it's also just funny. So he likes it. a sign of love for he Blair when, he, when she shits on your life. Yeah. And so yeah, he tells Blair that he's about to order some pizza if she wants to stay, and I was like... Aw, that's that's great. I love it. Because if she but, was being nice, she could be like trying to manipulate you, get something out of you. Yeah. But if she's like openly being mean yeah, to you, you like she sees me as a person. <laughs> exactly. That's that's yeah. the genius of Blair. And she thinks she got freaky Friday because this can't be her life, but it is her life and she's gonna stay, and I am so happy. There's that's something so happy. in this episode to be happy about. Thank God. And then he's like, Do you wanna get pizza? Like what kind do you want? And she's like she says something, she's like Gourmet. Gourmet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like ordered mar- pizza like, with not the margarita, phone. Not like pepperoni, but just like anything gourmet. <laughs> One gourmet pie, please. So Damien just will not go away. He pays Russell a visit now and says, burning the midnight oil, trying to keep the best industries deal intact. And Russell responds in my favorite way, which is, I'm sorry, have we met? Which These, <laughs> these characters really do just show up out of nowhere, so I always love a good who are you joke. Yeah. <laughs> And how do you get in? Like, why is he just in Russell's office right now? And so Damien introduces himself as a fellow victim of the Bass, Vanderwoods, and Humphrey clan and opens the negotiation with asking for $100,000 in exchange for some information he might find useful. So that's that's how he's going to pay his angry cokeheads back. Uh, hopefully, if Russell says yes. I don't know if he had a plan B. If Russell's like, get the fuck out of my office. Who it, are you? It is funny that he goes to another rich guy and asks for just the exact amount he needs. Like, maybe ask, ask for a little more. It'll, it'll save you for next <laughs> Yeah, maybe Bad you can get out of, the, out of the drug dealing business if you, yeah. if you get some more. Ask for a mill. Uh, a couple episodes ago, it looked like Damien was done once uh, Dan and Nate tattled on him to get him to run him out of town. And then he He's showed up day. again. Now it looks like they're setting him up for another storyline to team up with Russell's Thorpe. And uh, he's on the oil rig. That's it. We That's never it? see him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they ended his arc only to bring him back. And then it looks like they're setting him up for a new one only to never bring him back. <laughs> I, like, for so many episodes, we couldn't believe you kept coming back, and now this is the last <laughs> one I would expect. We like leave on a Damien cliffhanger specifically, and now he's not coming back. That's as if like they just like you know what, and that's also the end of Ben. <laughs> he's also done <laughs> oh, after he only, leaves the yeah. If only. 
The Damien Wikipedia page also mentions that he's in 10 episodes. He is. It felt like a lot more, lot more. but... <laughs> well, there's a lot of gaps in between his episodes. Yes, he had a season three arc, and then he had, like, a couple of mini arcs here in season four. Yeah. Uh, Serena and Ben, I-, I thought that they agreed this wasn't going to happen overnight, and yet here they are at Serena's place, and there's lights are off, so I guess they're going to do it. And, I, like, uh, n- nothing, I have nothing else to add. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah do, do, you, do you think at some point Ben's like, oh, yeah, Serena, I've wanted to do this with you since you were in high school. Like, come uh, on. He definitely says that, and she's like, me too. She, that, that helps. Was, while they did have an inappropriate relationship, Serena has made it clear that they never had sex when she was just still the rest. a minor in high school. We got the third base. The re- <laughs> just, they just checked into bed and breakfast together across state lines. <laughs> they, nev- they, never, they never slept together. So that is why Ben is still allowed to be a hero in our eyes. He's, he's a murderous hero. And then, Morally correct, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, Vanessa is calling, but Serena doesn't notice because she's too busy hooking up with her uh, former high school teacher. So I, I guess we'll have to find out what Vanessa does with this information later. I'm and... surprised Vanessa has Serena's number. <laughs> <laughs> what is Vanessa going to say? Also, like, hey, I, I heard Ben say that he was going to kill Damien. Like, <laughs> Serena be like, okay. <laughs> She's like, what are you fucking doing? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, was anything that like Vanessa overheard even that big a deal? Like <laughs> he got the money back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got the money back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it just that he's violent, like he's threatening death on Damien. I, I don't. I I don't know. So, Claire and Dan are watching a movie. It's the last thing we see. It, it's very intimate. They're watching the movie on Dan's tiny laptop, so they have to sit very close together on the couch. And then uh, Claire actually starts resting her head on Dan's shoulder as like they fall asleep. What mm. what an ending! And her Claire legs Dan. on his lap. Yeah. Wow. And they're uh, very close friends. They are canoodling. All right, let's. That, that's our episode. Let's let's get into some segments. Let's let's wrap it up. We've all got places to be this morning, which is why we're all recording so early. And we have a new reviewer, new new user review of the week. Sifau, C I F F O U is is reviewing, and they loved this episode so much they just had to come back and titled it just like old times. It's a bit of a long one, so I'll try to. I haven't seen the next episodes, but I have a feeling where they're heading with the Blair-Dan relationship. Aren't they all the same? I must say, it's been wonderful to see this dynamic because she's the only one telling Dan his truth. I enjoy it because that's one of the most idiotic characters on the show and he's always acting like he's all perfect. It's fun to see him being trashed by the amazing Blair. I also enjoy the fact that Lily can go on with her life after having done what she done with, done with Ben. But let's face it, it's the only way to make this show fun, to keep that logic that rich people can get away with anything. That's the only reason we watch the show from the beginning, and it's what makes the Blair Serena or Blair Jenny feuds memorable. Whenever they try to give us a lesson, it only becomes campy. I must praise the fact that Raina's still around, and the writers decided not to put her on a bus like they always do with the characters not romantically involved with the main ones. I don't care about her, but I love the fact that she reintroduced us to the old Nate. Strictly an herbal man. And didn't preach about it. <laughs> that, was, that was the Strictly show. an herbal man. <laughs> that was the show we started to watch. Every parent's nightmare, remember? It's sad, though, that Nate, in quotes, only has some substance whenever he's with a girl. As it used to be with Dan, in quotes, whenever he was with Serena. I have to vent this wow. one. What's up with Serena? What's up with Serena? As you can tell, I like the show not taking itself so seriously and making fun of itself, but why isn't anyone but Blair told her what a skank she is? I mean, she oh, finds God. the love of her life at least three times in one season. Is that normal? And everybody seems so outraged whenever <laughs> Lily tries to... <laughs> 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 
everyone seems so outraged whenever Lily tries to cover shit up. But what normal parent wouldn't do that? Who could trust her judgment? Another bright thing I have to give uh, is a tiny comeback preparing a momentum. Let's only hope. I think it was a great move to let us focus only on the five main young characters and bring people for a few important things that it was said because it was said to see them only in the background doing nothing. I have no idea what she's talking about. Their read on this episode is that we only focused on the five main characters. There were so many old businessmen in this episode. Another Lily had way more lines than like Nate or like, (laughs) that was not what this episode was about. Another good point, not having Rufus in the kitchen all the time anymore. He doesn't do anything else, though, making more obvious how unimportant his character really is. Anyway, the main thing is I really had fun with this episode, and that's not that common anymore. Kudos. Thank oh, wow. You. <laughs> I, just, I, I can't wait until someone offers me a cigarette soon so I can say, sorry, I'm strictly an herbal man. <laughs> sorry, strictly an herbal man. Strictly an herbal man. <laughs> Next week, the episode is titled Empire of the Sun, spelled S-O-N. And then do you have any predictions based on the episode title? Of course not. <laughs> well, <laughs> no sense. Get ready for more Ben stuff because Ben's mother mother comes to town, forcing issues to the surface Yay. between Ben and Serena. I was waiting for Ben's mother to come on the show. More family for Ben. <laughs> if she's a teacher, Serena might date her if she is. But first, take her class. <laughs> you know what? If, if Dan really wants to get with Serena at like long, end, end game, he's got to graduate quickly and then become a professor. Really good idea. <laughs> yes, I can see that for him. Uh, let's do the episode grades. And then I went first last week, so you can go first this week. What are you grading this episode? This is a tough. This is kind of like, like you said before, more of the same. We've had a streak of these episodes where nothing really matters, and I don't care about anything except for Dan and Blair. This is another one of those. There are some good scenes with, uh, like Sam was saying, the the Vanderwoodson clan is always. It's always nice to see them interact with each other. Another good episode for Rufus, who doesn't really disturb <laughs> the, uh, you know. The apple cart. Uh, and yep. Vanessa, Vanessa, if, you threw, if you threw Rufus into a pond, there wouldn't be a ripple. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Van- the same vein, Vanessa was here and is kind of just somehow funny. <laughs> just really good comedic timing by Vanessa all episode long. Um, probably didn't mean to do that, but I, I didn't. I didn't hate this one. I was. I think it was lukewarm, and then maybe a little bit better than that just because of Dan and Blair, especially by the end of it where they're napping on each other and it's very sweet, very wholesome. I'll give it a, I'll give it a C plus. <laughs> oh my oh, God. God. And then she finally gets some sleep. Wow. Oh. Yeah. wow. C plus. Got it. Sorry. I, really I interrupted not... your rating. No, no, that's good. I really didn't realize the, you know, the nuances of this episode. That's very, that's very, uh, very good stuff. Uh, Sam, do you want to grade the episode? Oh, sure. I, I, I felt like this was one of the better one, was a good one of the episodes I've seen. Um, I mean, I, it, I I had a good time. Obviously, it was imperceptible to me what was like truly going on um, be, because they never specified what was happening in this episode. But it felt like if I had been watching the episodes or listening to the podcast, I would have understood. But I had a good time, and I'm like between a B and a B plus. I, I I'll throw it a B plus. Wow. I, I felt like we had a good time. Uh, you know, every th- single character motivation didn't exactly make sense, but it was a good episode of Gossip Girl. And you know, love Lily, love Dan and Blair. So sure, and I picked this episode because it was gonna be eric's birthday thought that that was gonna be a bigger sort of piece um eric was not as involved as i might have expected sam was like i'm gonna make sure i get a good eric episode i'll pick the one where it's his 18th birthday surely that was like the first line of the biography i read and then like (laughs) that was barely even d plot i think it would have been a bigger deal if he was like at least for all these scenes wearing a cute little like paper birthday hat yeah. I did really like his outfit for his birthday party. It was like a vest over a plaid shirt. It looked nice. 
yeah, I, I, if only they would have spent more time, more time with him, we could have seen it more. Um, well, that's good. We've come a long way from that F you gave uh, a couple, yeah. <laughs> couple episodes ago when when you came on earlier. Um, since you've uh, since you've done that, me and Brendan have both uh, given our first Fs. Not Whoa. to spoil perhaps any episodes you may not have heard yet. I gotta check that out. I know, I know. Big news uh, for me. It it's crazy that I can probably say the exact same thing I said last episode. Like it's more the same. Dan and Blair stuff is great. Anytime either of them was on screen, uh, screen I was enjoying watching the show. Oh, uh, <laughs> anytime that Dan and Blair are on screen, I ah! love the movie. <laughs> the, Serena and Ben stuff absolutely sucks, and I can't deal with it. And those two storylines continue to balance each other out. But the more Ben and Serena we get, the more it pisses me off and continues to drag down the show. So like, yeah, I, I'm glad that Sam is. A, Sam, did you did you give it a B or a B plus? Sorry. I'll B plus? on a B plus. Yeah. All right. So B B plus for Sam. I'm glad that it was rated so high for you. I, maybe I've just become so jaded with yeah. with watching this stupid Ben and Serena stuff that I, I'm so I, I'm like lower on it. But yeah, I don't want to speak for like, Sam, but I think maybe if he had been watching the re- last few episodes, he'd be, be more, yeah. further down on. Oh it. yeah, I, I I bet in context this is a worse episode. But like just <laughs> dropping in, itself, I, I was sure. like, these are my friends. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. with, I'm back with the Gossip Girl right, Yeah. Right, and you you haven't watched the uh, the Chuck and Lily fighting with the Thorps thing for the fifth episode in a row either. <laughs> I mean, at least I guess it's a little more like at least it's going somewhere this week. But still, it's like we're meant to care about Bradley Kid now. So like, and Raina is like going from Chuck to Nate now. Which, okay, I I guess they needed something for Nate to do finally, and this is pretty much all they Nate can think girl. of when it comes to him. And, and like, even though Nate gets something to do, they still don't know what the fuck to do with Rufus. So like, was this episode good? I, it, it was fine. I didn't hate it like I did, you know, the, these last few episodes. But as long as we are supposed to be rooting for Ben, I, I, I have to say it's a below average. So I will give this one a C minus. I, I'm the lowest okay. one on this episode. Um, MVPs. Brendan, who was your MVP? This era is getting really hard to give out MVPs. Because um, <laughs> I think every week it's going to be up between Dan and Blair now. Which is, I don't know if that's good for business, but that's where I'm going. And I, I just... Uh, Blair's the best. Blair, Blair's MVP again. Um, she wow. in is an episode the where best they yeah. specifically where they specifically told us all the things that Blair did wrong. I don't care. She's the best version of herself. She's she's putting on a, a, a Blair show here. Uh, she's her own version of flustered. She's drinking pens. She's falling in love with Dan. Uh, I, I, she's the only reason why I keep coming back to the show. He got Brendan. fired in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, you have to, and I will not. Uh, I will not try to persuade you to, to change your to change your answer. This is yours to do whatever you want. But I have to. You've really taken over as the Blair fan of the I, podcast. I, this there's is nothing the, else to live for anymore. This is the fifth <laughs> Blair MVP you've given in the last six episodes. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I, who else would I give it to? Everybody else sucks. <laughs> I mean, Dan. Dan has a good. I, listen, do whatever you want. <laughs> Sam, who is your MVP of the episode? I am going to go with Lily. Felt like she got everything she wanted out of the episode. She got closer with her daughter. She, like, the guy who was going to try to extort her got threatened <laughs> and is now no longer going to be even on the show. Um, and felt like she, you know, her, her young boy turned 18. She can't stop winning. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, I think that 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 makes a lot more sense to me, at least. Uh, but I, you know, I thought about giving it to Lily because she takes, you know, she takes control. Yeah. She does a good, good job. All the things that Sam said. I thought about giving it to Dan. She's a, he shows up for Blair. He's a good friend to her. And but this the reason I can't be too critical of, to Brendan is because I'm going to do something uh, absurd and give it to someone very close to both of them. The, the character that had 
highest laugh ratio for me this episode was Rufus, and he's going to be Wow, this is absurd. <laughs> Rufus's lack on? of any of, like you said, it's getting hard to, to make it to make But Rufus's lack of having like any point of being on the show has gotten yeah. so bad that it's laughable to me. And anytime he's on screen, just standing there or saying something stupid that no one asked for, it makes me laugh. And in the only moment of worth for him in the episode, like he does a good enough job to get Russell to leave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, with his impressive improv, so I, I think uh, that's where the movies are going I, for me I'm, now. Where it's like it's just becoming who I, I enjoy the most. It's a like sheer enjoyment factor. No more I'm like even Rufus the MVP practical. for this one. All right, very out of character for me, but uh, <laughs> LVP probably a lot more contenders here. Brendan, who's your LVP of the episode? Um, my LVP I guess will be Big Thorpey, just because he <laughs> he Big he Thorpe will, or a little Rana Thorpe. A uh, big, 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 big Thorpe. Thorpe. <laughs> he, he lost every. I mean, he kind of knew what was going on the whole time, uh, and, st- and still lost everything. I guess just a mis- misjudgment on uh, his part with the with the kid, as they call him, <laughs> Billy the Kid, uh, <laughs> young ba- young bass, young bass. Uh, yeah, I, 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 again, I, I think his plotline also was like the most boring to me, and I don't really like when that guy speaks at all. He's got a, got a stupid goatee. Um, and he's a bad <laughs> actor. I'm not enjoying him anytime he's on screen. <laughs> I do want to. Just flag up that this is now the, Bradley is now the second person to refer to Chuck, to Chuck as Young Bass. Is this what Chuck is going by now in the business world, Young Bass? I guess he must be. He is. He is. He young. wants to succeed not with his father's influence, but also he wants to use his father's name. It worked yeah, perfectly. Young, yeah, Young Bass. All right, uh, Sam. Who's your LVP of this episode? As you said, it's kind of hard because there are so many terrible people in this episode. <laughs> um, I will give it to Ben, um, who I believe I've been accidentally sometimes calling Dan throughout this podcast (laughs) for any confusion um, at certain times. But no, I think that he is terrible. So, and I I don't know that I even knew before we started recording that he was her teacher before. Uh, He makes it even worse, and you know it's weird that he they can't he can't even get inside of Lily's mind and sort of understand why she might be. Oh, gonna go with him. Yeah, uh, good answer. Good answer. I, I mentioned that I found my LVP approximately two scenes into the episode, and I, I meant it because Ben is <laughs> annoying once again from the first yeah. scene to the end of the episode. He makes my skin crawl every single time he interacts with Serena. Uh, he's supposed to be this badass, intimidating guy to Damien, apparently, but he's like a scrawny, whiny loser. And if the show keeps wanting us to root for this statutory rapist or as would be statutory rapist then I, I have to rebel and give him an lvp yeah. because besides besides jack bass like this fucking pervy loser is my least favorite character in the history of the show yeah so you know i, I think I, i'm really taking him for granted every episode where he's on like well i know he's gonna come in on here to suck uh so I, I don't even think about him anymore so i think i'm gonna change my answer and give it oh. and give it to the gossip girl writers for keeping him on the show and making us root oh, for you're, this wait, guy. you're giving you're giving the lvp the writers to the writers of gossip girl <laughs> that's correct this is dangerous territory. If we do this, we might end up having to give the LVP to the Gossip Girl writers every episode moving forward. <laughs> I don't want to open up that can of worms, but I, I don't know. Is this a Pandora's box that you wish to open? I'm, I'm sticking with it. Okay, so you are officially giving the LVP to the writers of this very show. That's correct. All right. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I have no choice but to allow it. We, we've done George Bush before, and I think this is very close, very similar. Yeah, but George Bush was at least <laughs> mentioned in the episode. Like, no one at any point in the episode said, boy, so the writers are you really saying this is illegal because this they're one. not actually in the show at all? I think that's what I'm hinting Too at, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, it, okay, I'll, give, it, I'll give it to Ben, then. 
Okay, so a second live <laughs> live episode <laughs> episode switch. So you are now giving it to Ben. Sure, sure. Just to keep uh, to now keep it's it. a clean sweep to Ben. Yeah, I rather I rather right. that. All right. I thought that Sam was going to be here for history again when yeah, he kind of was. Ever... Yeah, this is every kind of episode historic. is history with you guys. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's true. And let's get into another uh, historical segment with everyone's favorite Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. And we are going to be doing the scene with Anne, Serena, and Blair, where uh, Dan calls out Blair for uh, making him pick up a bunch of uh, <laughs> cocaine tulips. So who who should we be? Sam, who, who would you like to portray? I'll be Dan. Okay. And then, Brendan. So I'll, I'll, love, I'll do my best uh, Sam impression of Serena. <laughs> I was yeah. I was gonna say you are the Blair boy of the podcast now. So I, I was I was no, no, afraid that you were gonna try to take the reins of Blair. Much. Okay. All right. So I have my script out in front of me. So whenever Dan is ready to go, I am ready to go. Okay, me ready too. To go. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting my. Sorry, I wish I had like listened to him to Pen Badly speak before doing this. Okay, let me see. <laughs> I know you only admitted you needed me so you could make me your drug mule. Uh, that sticky note was meant for Penelope. Frankly, with her attitude, she could use some time behind bars. So that's it. There's no, I'm sorry, I could have gotten you arrested. I realize he has like a deeper tone than I was using before. <laughs> Dan, okay, that's that's the voice I was more accustomed to, Dan. Thank Dan, you did you have speaking. some helium before? <laughs> well, you're here. The party's lovely. Everything's obviously turned out fine, so I don't know what the fuck you're complaining about. Except that you sent Dan to get the wrong flowers. The tulips with the cult were pink. <laughs> And I wrote that down. This one's on you, Humphrey. You wrote purple. Classic Stroop effect. Ah, uh, yes, where you write or say a color that you see instead of the one you mean. Just so everyone's on the same page. You're not the only one who knows his, his neuro dysfunction. I know Stroop effect too, guys. Serena, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything about Stroop. Waffles. For, All for right. Wow. Well, what? <laughs> what a scene. We did, really good we scene. Did it again. Everyone is applauding. Um, all right, we are we are past the threshold here, so let's do some let's do some plugs and, and wrap it up. But before we do that, Sam, thank you so thank much you, for your fifth appearance on the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug at this hour? Thank you so much for having me. Before I go into plugs, I do just want to say I did specifically say I needed to be done before <laughs> two hour <laughs> mark was up, and so I'm sorry to Matt Liguori that we've blown past that again, <laughs> um, especially with the previously on at the beginning oh, I yeah, mean, and fucked. the ad. I mean, we're nowhere yeah, close. Yeah. Um, okay. And so you can follow me at Sam Stanish everywhere. Follow my other podcast or my my podcast. This is not mine as much as I wish that it were. Uh, <laughs> you can follow uh, Bitter Jurors Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Threads now. I can't believe we got through two hours without mentioning Threads even. Wow. Oh, the big uh, event. Yeah, the big news. The, the news of the week other than speak SNTV. Um, <laughs> doing Survivor Podcast. It is the off season, and so we are doing Legend of Korra right now, the final season of that. Matt Gagan was just on. Oh, yeah. I oh, yeah. am going to record another episode directly after this. Actually, I have to watch the episode still. Uh, so, And you can follow my other podcast, Buffy Boyfriends. Me and my boyfriend watching Buffy Vampire Slayer. Both Lonely Boys have been on that as well. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. What a show. Listen to all of it. All of it. All right. Brendan, what are you blogging? Uh, let's make it quick. I will tell you to listen to the Hobby Boys podcast. There's some episodes that come out from time to time over there. Enjoy those. Uh, you can listen to our sister show, show, The Sandy Boys. 
where we recap the OC in the same fashion we do over here. A lot of good stuff I mentioned off pot earlier that the most recent Sandy Boys Theater was the best of all time. So go check mm -hmm. that out. If you want to hear some great uh, cowboy impressions, <laughs> you can find that only behind the paywall. That's for three bucks a month <laughs> over at uh, patreon.com slash the Hoppy Boys pod and um, the rest. I think our, the Sandy Boys new slogan or the new ad should be. If you've ever wondered what Seth and Ryan sound like as cowboys, give us $3, give us $3 and $3. find out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, as for me, I finished watching The Bear yesterday. Watch The Bear. It's I, I'm so upset that I don't have any more episodes. Watch it. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, this episode, I believe, is uh, being released on July 21st, which means uh, watch Barbie in theaters in, in the big Barbie v. Oppenheimer debate of uh, of 2023. Mm. You're, you're going to want to be on the side of Barbie. And... <laughs> Besides all that, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. And you can come back next week where we will have another great guest and we will break down Season 4, Episode 17, Empire of the Sun. But until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely Boys. Bye. Same, same. Everyone clap and after three. One, two, three. Clap. All right. <laughs> That's like not helpful. <laughs> Especially when I don't use it. Okay, well. Um, I feel like I, I almost feel obligated to do it whenever Gage is like, are you going to clap or what? <laughs> I think he likes that, it. That doesn't happen. That doesn't, <laughs> I, you're making me sound a lot more like accusatory than I, <laughs> I am. I'm just, I don't want to start recording. And then you're like, all right, well, we never clap. So we have to do that over no, again. No, you like if you it. don't want to do the clap, we don't have to do the clap. We'll do the clap. We don't have to do that. I don't want to do the clap. If you like the clap so much, we'll keep doing the clap. I do the clap for you.